The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is Big Rig Nick Utail. Uh, glad to be here. By the way, does um, the fact that uh, Elon Musk changed um, Twitter to X, does that mean he's Joker? <laughs> oh, yeah. He is using Brand X. He is, yeah. Now, now his platform is Brand X. I'm just like, does this, is this what this means now? What's going? Is that what's going on? You know, happening? So I don't know. It's, uh, it's, maybe. I mean, I saw a tweet. We were. I posted this on Twitter. Well, X, whatever the fuck I'm going to call it now. Uh, he's the new Professor X. I posted out that picture. Yeah, of him yeah. I the... saw that picture and I was just like, God damn it. That's 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 good. That's good. <laughs> I'm still waiting for him and Zuckerberg to throw down. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, my money's on him. For as much as I don't like any billionaire because there's no reason to back a rich person that's not backing us, I do think, uh, Elon Musk would, uh, whoop Mark Zuckerberg's ass. He looks like a weird little guy, so. <laughs> I don't know, apparently he's starting to do jujitsu and, like, those video of him, like, getting, you know, like, tapping out or, like, you know, like, um, what is it, uh, passing out or something and you know they, they give the other guy the the win and he got real pissed off he's like what what what's going on i'm just like oh man <laughs> what to tell you i the weirds the world's a weird place right now dude i mean every day that's like more weird news we got aliens ufos fucking everything man it's like either we're at the end of time or everything's about to have a major reset or things are about to get really interesting so <laughs> yeah apparently we had i think a commodore meteor like Gray's Earth, and they didn't know about it until the last minute, so that was fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 always wild. Like every, it's one of those things where it's like more and more and more. I just want to make enough money to live in the woods and just not deal with society anymore. Um, can we can we just have a meteorite take out a couple major cities, kind of like uh, <laughs> what's that movie uh, with Morgan Freeman as the president from nineteen D- Deep Impact? Oh, deep Impact. <laughs> can we just get a Deep Impact. <laughs> Oh man, that would yeah. I mean, you know, just just yeah, just take just take out like two major cities, and we'll be fine. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah, which cities do you want to get rid of? Ooh, um, let's get rid of L.A. and let's get rid of um, Chicago. I'm glad you read my mind. I was gonna say Chicago first because I hate driving there, but I lived in L.A. and that place fucking blew. So just. I love Superman the movie. Can we just have Lex Luthor's plan of removing the entire state of California via the San Andreas fault line actually happen and just sink it? Because, look, no one out there really contributes much anymore. It's just everybody that's just there. So we'll just, you know, no, man. move I, all the dude, resources inward. Dude, I went I went jet skiing with my cousin, and it was the most, like, bureaucratic shit I've ever seen in my life. Do you tell have... about the bureaucracy of jet skiing. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you know, he's going to jet ski, and I was like, okay, we'll go. So we get to the you know the, the 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 area and like you had to drive to through a particular thing, and get checked by some park person or whatever, some lifeguard or whatever, and you know my cousin's got like two two stickers on there for the thing. It's like twenty you know, twenty twenty three and like one for the um, the uh, you know the the fucking thing the the, the the I don't know whatever it's called, um, and um, he he had to have them checked. He had to have his papers there and everything so he could get it checked. I'm just like I've never seen this before because like. I grew up in the South. Like you, you, you went to a place where you launched a boat. You fucking launched. That's it. You're out. Done. You follow. You follow the rules for the wake or you know the uh, the little buoys that say five miles an hour. And you just kind of like put you know putter by, and that's it. And then once you've gone, you speed away. 
that's how it goes. And like this was weird because like they like they they had buoys in the water. They had a little fucking track they were going in. Like they had a they had a circle. They had an inner and outer circle you could like go into. The inner circle was like you could just speed around in a circle as fast as you possibly could. The outside you had to go real slow. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What in the hell is this? And even even when he left and he had to put the thing to put the jet ski back on the fucking uh, rack or whatever the hell it is. Um, uh, he had to get checked again, and there was like a little metal. Like it's one of those things. Like they had to put a little metal piece around it, like they do for trucks whenever they don't want them opened. Like one of those mm-hmm. things. I was like, "What the hell is this, man?" <laughs> See, California is just kind of like the training wheel state, and if you don't use your training wheel, somebody's gonna get sued. So everything has training wheels out there. <laughs> he was and the training wheel smell like piss. Yeah, and it was it, it was you know, and it was like I asked him, I was like, "What's going on here?" They, oh, we're doing this for environment, environmental reasons. I'm like, "No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're doing you're you're doing this because you can control and charge money for it and tax to tax people being up the ass. That's all you're doing." It was yeah, it was the dumbest shit I'd seen. I was like, "Come on, man, <laughs> dude, I don't miss it. I don't think about it in a good way." So goodbye, California. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, very well. Yeah, no, I just, uh, I went to, I went to take Mama. Oh, yeah, also one other thing, I went to take Mama there, but uh, leaving from Atlanta was fucking a nightmare. We got there like two and a half hours beforehand and, you know, got in line and did everything. The security line was an hour and 45 minutes long. All right, can we add the Atlanta airport to our meteorite? I want you to be safe and your family's important to me. I, you know, I'll tell your mom I'm sorry myself, but can we just get rid of that goddamn airport? I, dude, that train in there takes forever to get around. It's it does, a... dude. I okay. We were <laughs> the security started where you were like in the little restaurant area where you, where you get your food. There were eighty thousand people there that day, Jeff, going through fucking security. It's like a WrestleMania. We we barely made our goddamn flight. Like luckily, like once like they were boarding once we, once we actually got to the area where you take off your fucking shoes and they pat you down and put a finger in your butthole. Um. And then once that happened, we got on the train. Luckily, our our what is it? Our um, our gate was like you know the the terminal was A, so it was a first stop, and we just walked onto the plane. That's it, you know. But we were we were fucking close though. <laughs> we Did you tell really him thank you after the finger, or was it more of like a uh? It was more of a uh. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> yeah, they're not too was, soft in the south. No, they are. <laughs> no, they're not. It was, dude. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was crazy, man. Like, um, and apparently it had been like that for the entire week. It was nuts. Well, um, I guess things are slowing down for the summer, so you got that going for you. Just too yeah, bad it's a little so. too late for you. Yeah, jeez, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was nuts, man. It's fucking nuts. Uh, our friend Shrubbles Await has the word of the day for us, Nick. The word of the day is Fanny. I feel like we may have done this one before, but you know, <laughs> we all love a good Fanny around WCBS. So yeah, our you. Uh, our UK our, our UK friends will understand Fanny. They're, they're chuckling like they said Fanny. We understand what it means. Believe me, we're not oblivious. We just no, like the not. word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have Debbie does Fanny, Barbie two. Uh, Barbie has a new Fanny. And technically, she has one at the end of the first movie, so it's got that going for it. Fistful of Fanny. That sounds like a good time. Oppenheimer with extended Fanny and Fanny fall. <laughs> now I saw Oppenheimer yesterday. There was no Fanny in that movie. They... Was it okay, okay? Okay. Was it at least good? Oh, it was an awesome movie, okay, but Florence great. Pugh's nude scenes were kind of disappointing. Like, as oh. in, and I'm I'm actually saying this about a pair of boobs. Why is she naked in this movie? She doesn't add anything. <laughs> it's like I'm all about tits and everything. I put tits in wokebusters. I don't care. Tits are great, but it's like 
they weren't it's like why is this in this movie it's a weird complaint to make but like script doctor and i were talking about it uh on the high council and he's like yeah they're very underwhelming and i'm like well they can't be that bad and then i was seeing the movie with phil and he's like yeah man those were underwhelming you were right i'm just like (laughs) god damn it hollywood get some get some big fake titties back we need big fake titties back yeah, just like, you know, Julie Strain style or uh, Anna oh, Nicole yeah. Smith style. Like, that's oh, yeah. what Oppenheimer's really... Look, nuclear radiation causes <laughs> weird abnormal growths or creates the X-Men. Why not just have that? I mean... <laughs> the triple X woman, just like, housewives just start growing tits and ass all of a sudden. <laughs> that's the movie where we need to make. So it's like, yeah, let's make that movie. <laughs> I think the people in the chat would like that. Folks, hit that thumbs up button to let us know you're here <laughs> and alive. Uh, we're all alive, and we're here to give you a great show tonight. We're going to be yeah, talking um, about a multitude of things. I did I did get to watch um, Mission Impossible before I left and while I was there. So I watched it twice. And? Um, I fucking love it, dude. It's it's still on par. One thing I noticed watching it the second time is they're really, going, they're really at, attacking Bond 100%. Absolutely. Because when he comes out in the glass in the suit, I'm like, he's never done that before. Why the fuck is he in a very tailored suit? I'm like, you know, and he's in the airport and he's doing the whole thing in, you know, in Dubai and, and stuff like that. I'm just like, okay, this is very, this is very much James Bond. Very much James Bond. Uh, even, even, even with the, um, him and Haley Atwell um, with the, uh, when they were uh, cuffed together, I'm like, this is just like um, Tomorrow Never Dies, right? And it's Tomorrow Never Dies? No. Yep, exactly. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I'm just like, I know this. <laughs> And there was a lot more like hand-to-hand combat than normal, because usually usually he's just jumping around and shit, and he's not there's not not, not enough fighting. It's like just you know it's not a lot of that. But I still I still enjoyed it. I loved the concept. Um, I can't wait for part two. I hope that comes out soon, but we'll see. Uh next year, right? Yeah, that's the that's the idea. That's the idea. But um, I hope I hope the uh, the strike didn't like. Uh, make it more difficult for, for it to come out. I hope it does come out next year because um, that might be one of the only things that comes out next year. Yeah, I'm ready for more Mission Impossible. I mean, you heard my review. You heard me say very kind things about it. It was such a good movie. I, I At one point, I was calling it the movie of the summer, but I am not saying that anymore because I enjoyed Oppenheimer that much. I really thought it was that good. I, don't, I mean, everyone's going to go, oh, of course it's good. It's Christopher Nolan, this, that, and the other. And people seem to be kind of very angry if you like this movie for some reason. But it was an awesome <laughs> drama. It it was a watertight story. It was great to, you know, relive. I, well, let me rephrase it because I wasn't even alive for any of the moments in this film. But it was great to go back and look at a historical take on some movies. Or some, excuse me. It was great to go back and look at a historical moment through the lens of a film. The acting was awesome. You had people that you never... Like, you remember the show Jake, Drake and Josh on Nickelodeon? Yeah. That kid was in that movie... Uh, Josh Peck, and he was yeah good. yeah yeah I saw him yeah I saw him in the trailer and I was like that's fucking weird but I'll you know I was like I'll take it it's fine you know so yeah dude Gary Oldman played uh, Harry S Truman we oh, wow. had uh, I mean just the, the whole cast was great even Josh Hartnett who was just kind of a write off actor in the nineties if you weren't a teenage girl like that dude has really <laughs> delivered over the last so many years but Nolan that's knows good. how to cast his films man that's yeah no he he's he, he's really good at that he's very very good at that um yeah he's yeah he's amazing at it um. But yeah, I heard. I yeah, I like there, there was a whole thing about like you had to get it, you had to watch it in like IMAX, and it had to be the right theater at the right time in the right location. And shit, and I'm just like, god damn, dude. I did see it in IMAX, and it was for a Wednesday night at four thirty. It was kind of packed. I was very surprised how full the theater was. 
but yeah. we had some prime in the middle seats. And I mean, I've been trying to think about how to write a review for it outside of going like how great it is. Cause nobody really wants to hear you go on about that shit anymore. People on the internet just want you to bitch and complain, but there's really not a lot to complain about in this movie, man. <laughs> that makes me happy. Cause I really, I'm going to try to see, I'm going to try to see it this weekend. Um, I really want to check it out because I've been waiting for it ever since I saw the, the the initial trailer, and I was like, "Shit, I want to check this out." So, yeah. Now, to our friend works. Troubles Await with your word of the day, uh, Fannyheimer—that's my title. <laughs> Fannyheimer. I want that. I'm, I should make that as a shirt for myself. Jeff that should be. That should be. That should be our our porn parody, Fannyheimer. <laughs> Directed it. by uh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> that's our fictional porn director, man. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what I want to do is, since we're finally getting into the commerce game on a regular basis here on WCBS as part of our growing initiative, thank you guys. Uh, we will. We should do a whole filmography set of T-shirts for Stanley Kubrick. So if you guys can help us come up with some great porno titles, and Nick is a, a filmmaker yourself, an award-winning filmmaker yourself, uh, we can come up with some really wonderful porn titles for Stanley Kubrick presents. And then, <laughs> you're just, uh, just spend your days drawing one sheets for these fake movies. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, dude, people buy it. I don't give a shit. People buy Stealing Solo, folks. By the way, uh, Stealing Solo. I put the website up finally. For a while, there's been a URL at the vi in the video, and it was just kind of a dead URL that I thought linked you back to the old Indiegogo page to get you know awareness of it. But apparently. It just was a dead URL. So I went ahead and took care of that, built an entire website. So when you go to stealingsolo.com, you have access to buy the original printing of the book, the one that's a nice graphic novel, it's 80 pages. And the reason I'm telling you guys that is I put that up, put one recommend or one notice of it in a video. It sold a whole bunch of copies. So thank you to all those people. And I want to let you guys know once it's gone, it's gone. But when we get through it, I'll do the sequel for you guys. So if you want the sequel that features Mark Hamill, who hold us hostage this time because he craves the fame that Harrison Ford got after the end of Stealing Solo, well then read that, get the new, get the original to get that book. And then finally, I want to make Franken Fisher, the Bride of Solo, where we dig up the corpse of Carrie Fisher and reanimate her for one more Star Wars oh adventure. God. So oh. that's going to be a very dark tale. It but is going to be dark. <laughs> it's funny. Oh my gosh. So. You gotta uh, go to stealingsolo.com right now to get that. But folks, it's powered by Shopify, so you get the award-winning security. And I shipped out everyone's book like that first day after the video dropped. I was like, "Holy shit! People must have seen the ad." And so, if you already bought a copy, your book's on the way. And if you want to get one, you have a few more hours to get it in for tomorrow's shipment. And then they'll go out, uh, I guess, twice a week now at this rate, just to get them out. So, folks, yeah. stealingsolo.com—it's a very easy website to remember. Nick, your proudest moment in stealing solo for me at least was uh, when we talked about your fake porn titles in that film. Because <laughs> according to Nick of Stealing Solo, you're a pornographer, and that is why Kendo, in his ever evolving wisdom, decided to uh, kidnap Harrison Ford. That way, you know, you had the filmography and the credits to do. It. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. I have to y'all yeah, at some point I'll tell everybody my, my pseudonym I, I go under for those for those particular movies. Um IP Daily. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's watched porn in the last mm, uh, five years has probably seen something I've something I've shot. <laughs> you know it's gonna blow my mind as you're like, I'm this person. I'm like, you wait, you made that one? No way. <laughs> every yeah, everybody listening to this is gonna listen to it later on is like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. Don't worry about it. I told you, you we got a lot going on on the channel. We just don't go on about it. But yeah, no, uh, no we don't. 
Nick, your favorite one of mine is the one starring Lena Paul. She's just great. <laughs> you know what? She's a sweetheart to work with. She really is. She's uh, very kind, um, and she's wonderful to work with, and she takes direction very well. So that's good. Uh, yeah, she takes something else very well, Nick. But you know, <laughs> thank you. I set you up for that. Day. I set you up for that. Thank you. And right out of the park. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So, um, boy, it's somebody says don't IMDb. No, they don't make IMDb's for what I do. Yeah, there's a was it index I N D E X X X? I think so. Why do I know these things off the top of my head? Because you were once a, you were once a teenager. That's why. Oh, I was in my twenties and thirties when I. Never mind. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> I, I, I make it sound like I'm so goddamn old. <laughs> Folks, I'm 64 years old doing this podcast. My hip hurts. Oh, Get man. off my lawn. <laughs> now uh, folks you could come see the geriatric bullshitters at horror hound in indianapolis indiana in just a few short weeks we'll be there august 18th through the 20th uh, you can come hang out with us we'll be selling uh, copies of stealing solo and tits and art as well as a few other art prints and things like that but come hang out with us in the channel uh, we're going to be having a good time like we always do wherever we go the party follows so at horror hound Outside of meeting us, you can meet such actors as Robert England, Kathy Jimmy, Jamie Kennedy, uh, Dermot Mulrooney, Michael I. Oh, Michael Ironside's gonna be there. Shit! All right, I didn't realize Michael fucking, Ironside's, fucking, gonna, fucking be there. Ironside's gonna be there, brother. It's gonna be awesome. William Fickner, the guy from The Dark Knight, that's uh, you know the bank manager in the beginning. He's gonna be there, dude. He was also he was also in Armageddon. He was also in Armageddon. Come on, <laughs> he's just in a bunch of good shit. He's in a bunch of good shit. <laughs> And uh, Tom Holland's also going to be there, folks. So if you want to come meet Tom Holland, the good Tom Holland, the old Tom Holland, okay, <laughs> you know, come hang out with us. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. I really am. Um, I fucking, I fucking love Fright Night. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm really great. heartbroken that Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys fame has canceled. <laughs> yeah, they've had three cancellations so far. Uh, Nev Campbell, Nick Carter, and then like William Cat, I think is his name. He was yep. a boyfriend in Carrie, so yeah. They've had he was also the greatest American hero. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was also almost cast as Luke Skywalker. Oh, shit, that's weird. That's wild. Um, yeah, so those are the three cancellations so far, but we'll see what happens uh, as usual. By the way, I will <clears throat> I will have five uh, five Blu-rays to sell for 20 bucks of um, Mother News Once Upon a Nightmare. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Mother News, Mother News Once Upon a Nightmare. I'll have five blur copies to sell. The movie that I'm, I helped make, I'm in, and Jeff is also in as well. That's true. I am in that movie. It's so, yeah, there will be, movie. yeah, there will be only five copies at the table to sell for 20 bucks flat, no tax, no bullshit like that. Um, first come, first serve. So, yes. And, uh, folks, remember, this is your chance to get a rare limited edition collectible before you find out all of Nick's, uh, offerings on his imdxxx <laughs> website i'm sure i'm sure there's gonna be a bunch of people looking trying to like scour the internet for all the shit i've done yeah well you're world class man let it's... the people find your work people can find my work now it's time for you to bask in the glory <laughs> <laughs> all right so some of the porn titles in the chat are amazing fuckaroo bonsai and Fuckaroo schindler's bonsai, lick and analyze this and that i man all right, folks, I'm going to put one up. You guys buy enough. We'll keep doing them. That'll be my full-time job. Jeff, what do you do for a living these days? I make porn parody t-shirts. <laughs> if, like, if you can make them like a 70s style, that'd be even better. Oh, I can do anything. 
We'll do them of the decades that they exist in. So, you know, if we do uh, Fuckaroo Banzai, it'll look like an 80s porno. Nice. I mean, look, if the world is an interesting place, uh, the traditional systems don't work. But, you know, I was reading an interesting article about that stuff. But the internet has changed everything. The digital landscape has changed everything. So be a part of the new digital landscape, folks, and join us. <laughs> All right, Nick. So... Uh, folks, Kendo will be here. He's at football practice right now, but uh, things are about to change for that, or about that, or with that. I'll figure out the right word I want to use tonight. But uh, before we get into anything else, folks, hit that thumbs up button and let us know you enjoy this content. And by the way, you can shoot us emails at worldclassbs at mail.com, the best mail. Dot com. Thank you. And uh, have your questions answered on air. So tell us what you want WCBS to do. Also, today, we recorded our Patreon commentary for The Living Daylights. We're back on track with our James Bond extra content. So over on Patreon tomorrow, you will get The Living Daylights audio commentary. And we will also upload that for our YouTube members. So folks, we want to thank everybody who takes the time to support us extra here on uh, YouTube and everywhere else. We're also on Rumble. We just hit our first 100 followers, which is small for a channel that has the size of this over here on YouTube. But I'm going to give you guys an exclusive stream coming up this week, and we can talk about anything you want. So ask me any kind of questions, tell me the topics you want us to cover on Rumble, and we will. And now that we've hit that first hundred, expect exclusive content over on Rumble as well. But in the meantime, folks, follow us there. Okay, so how about a parody called Dion's Are Forever, but it's like multiplicity. Instead of a gangbang <laughs> of like, you know, one woman versus 900 guys, it's just one woman versus 900 Dion's. <laughs> I feel sorry for that one one woman. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, it it changed your life. So. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> that sounds amazing. What call of uh, call of booty blackcocks? I love, dude. Yeah, you you guys are on fucking point tonight. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's great. You get yeah, like it's just it's just like rolling through. I fucking love it. Bukaki yeah. the musical? Fuck, come on, man. You guys, ugh, this is this is ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> all right, folks. So now uh, we're going to talk about, wow, I'm just thinking about all the PTSD, I guess. I'm reading the chat at the same time, and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, uh, my heart's broken. Let's talk about what we have in the title card tonight. So first off, Nick, you know, you and I are the horror guys here, and we're getting, getting ready for our Schlocktoberfest. One of the things we love to talk about constantly is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is one of our all-time favorite films, so much in fact that I have a parody of it called Wokebusters. But did you know that they found a different cut of Ghostbusters and they're showing it right now at the Alamo Drafthouse? Really? Yes. So, let me pull up an image for you guys right here. But the uh, Alamo Drafthouse is they're adding additional screenings of the film. So... It's an early work print of the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters that features alternate takes, incomplete effects, and nine minutes of additional scenes. So you can go see it at the Alamo Drafthouse if you live in Lower Manhattan, which we don't. Uh, that's going to be one of the cities our meteorite takes off the planet soon. But it's going to be this Sunday, July 30th, and they have multiple screenings. They have it at 6 p.m., 6.30, 5.30, and 7.15, and Jason Reitman is set to appear at meet and greet for all of the showtimes. So nine additional minutes of Ghostbusters blows my mind. I would, if it wasn't such a far drive to get to New York City, I'd go do this. If it was like within five to six hours, not a problem. I love Ghostbusters that much. 
And uh, have you ever watched it? What, Ghostbusters? <laughs> no, the alternate cut. No, uh, but I remember they did like the really nice, um, what was it? It was the um, the steelbook they had like a couple of years ago. That was like five discs in, in, you know, in, one, in one case. And that one had all the special features in it. It had the deleted scenes and things like that. It even had the one where <clears throat> uh, they went to the castle and you saw, you know, dude get his like you know zipper <clears throat> zipper open by a ghost. It had the extended the extended scene of that and you know where that was and everything. And um, it, it even had um, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd as like homeless guys. These guys, they would they they'd bump into themselves and stuff so i was like yeah okay you know th these are all good but the thing is that like anybody who's watched movie and even if you're a fan of it like you can't change you can't change like one second or one segment of that movie because it's so tightly edited and so well and so and, so, and paced so well you can't add anything or take take anything away from it because you'll ruin the story and the momentum of it you know it just won't happen but uh, no, I remember. I remember. I remember sitting there, you know, um, whenever I got the, the those, those discs and watching all the special features, listening to all the commentary, watching the movie on the X-ray mode where they give you little like text bubbles of like what what is happening in that scene and everything everything they were doing. Um, kind of like a pop-up video if anybody knows what that is. I missed that show. No, yeah, it was kind of like that. Uh, but you know, and like it's it's wonderful because like I love I love watching that shit. I think like this last Christmas. I watched um, the thing with the commentary, the behind the scenes, and learned about all the shit that happened and everything that was you know with it. It was great. So I I I, I love that shit a lot. So it's awesome. But it's fun to learn about the Ghostbusters and everything they've done. But I do love like every couple of years now we're getting more and more like Ghostbuster stuff and you know stuff from the '80s and things like that. Um, we still need the Eric Stoltz cut of Back to the Future though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you brought up the the uh, pacing of Ghostbusters. That's the thing that a lot of people don't take into account with some of these great movies is the classic versions that we know and love are edited just right. Uh, you know, there's Batman Forever that has the Schumacher cut out there, which I'm morbidly curious about, and there's other movies out there that feature alternate cuts, but with something like Ghostbusters, that's a, little, that's a lot of improv and really great comedic minds coming together, you can't really get that out of you know, alternate footage and this and that. I always look at these as an interesting curiosity and an experience to, or a chance to go see these things in a theater is always fun because, yeah, I have that box set. But it's so cool to be able to go out and experience it with Jason Reitman and other Ghostbusters fans. You know, people are going to dress up. Like, the Ghostbusters people that do all the charity stuff, they're legit. I always like when we see them at the cons. They got the full costumes on. You can interview them like they're the real Ghostbusters, not the cartoon. And there's, I don't know, there's just a lot of goodness that comes with Ghostbusters. So, yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm glad that Ghostbusters is still as popular as it is. It's forty yeah, what <clears throat> almost forty years old now. Yeah, because well, I mean, I, I think it's it's just a, this is really well. It's just you know very well, very accessible, and you know the movie's rated I think PG or something, and like any any kid can go watch. I think it's like your first introduction to like like horror and ghosts and shit like that. I think that's you know what a lot of parents use that for, and um, just an all around good movie. You know, it really is just an all-around good movie. It's one of those classics that I, th I think will never die. You know? No. Um, Especially after the female one came out. <laughs> I remember going to... Once again, I remember going to Dragon Con that year, and there were, like, zero uh, women dressed up in that in that costume. They were all dressed up in the 80s version, or, like, the sexy the sexy version of the 80s, of the 80s costume. Um, I think I saw one female dressed 
like in the in the in the female Ghostbusters costume. That was it, man. Um, there was no love for it. There was absolutely no love for it. Well, the funny thing is that Spirit Halloween is offering proton packs from the female Ghostbusters, but they give you ways to customize it so it doesn't look like the one from the movie. <laughs> Dude, they just released. Um, I think they just released finally released a full a full. Yeah, a full version of the of the old one of the original Go, uh, Proton Pack, but it's very very light and very very like toy toy like, unlike the ones we have. Um, but um, yeah, they they released that one and, like it, it flew off shelves like you just it just flew off shelves, man. Whenever that stuff comes out from Spirit Halloween, it goes immediately. Uh, it's hard to keep there. I mean, we should get extra ones for Nick and uh, or sorry for Dion and Kendo, so we can all be the woke busters. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah. Theirs are yeah. Theirs are made. Theirs are made really, really cheaply and very flimsy plastic. I can say they're super cheap. Um, I know. I know. I got. Um, I know. That I got the goggles from Spear, and I got like the PKE meter, and I got the walkie-talkie as well from them. Because at some point, I wanted to do a, a you know a costume. Um, all all, all I need is a jumpsuit, and like I'm good. Well, I mean, get one, man. It's perfect. It's the perfect time. <laughs> do it for Horror Hound. We got to get Dion an inflatable suit for the show. Oh my god! Uh, no, I'm I, I'm just bring I'm bring so many odd things like my normal shirts, my suit, and then my my <laughs> my jumpsuit for uh <laughs> for wearing my proton pack. Oh god! Well, suit Saturday is going to be an amazing part of Horror Hounds. So. Yeah, it's going to be so it's going to be so fun. Um, I I I, I just keep thinking about that. It's like just just four dudes in a suit at a horror convention. Like it's <laughs> it's just funny to me. It really is. I tell you, you wear a suit in the right setting, you can get in anywhere, in any door. It's 100% true. 100% true. It's like, you represent Robert England? Yes, I do. Kendo proved that last time. Yeah, when he got in with Butch Patrick, a.k.a. Eddie Munster. Yeah, he he just was wearing a suit the whole time, and nobody fucked with him. It was wonderful. God, it's going to be fun. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I guess we have to finally transition. Not finally. It's not like we're over in 30 minutes. Uh, but, you know, we could be. That'd be a weird show, right? 30 minutes and that's it? Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> good night, folks. It's like an episode <laughs> of How I Met Your Mother. We'll just start putting commercials in the middle for, like, Jeez. ocean spray cranberry juice and uh, <laughs> vitamin water. Oh, my God. Joke's on you. They're, they have the same amount of uh, caloric, or sorry, the same amount of nutritional value. They're both sugar water. There you go. There you go. So... We love records. We love to talk about records being broken. We love to talk about records being uh, broken for the wrong reasons as well. And so tonight, there's a new record that's been broken by the Marvel show Secret Invasion. I tried to watch this show, Nick, a few months back. Well, a month and change. It's only been six weeks. Time has been so fast lately. But I watched this show for the initial two episodes, and I gave up on it because it was terrible. And I forgot that it existed. Each and every week, I would go on with my life like it never was on the air in the first place. And apparently, a lot of people have. Because the people that have watched it, the few and far between that they are, they hate this show. This show holds a record for the lowest rated episode in the history of the MCU. Would you like to take a guess what the number is, Nick? Is it 69? It's much lower than 69, but... You know, you did say the number. Should I press the button to go with it? I'm sure. Excellent! There you go. That was the magic number button. But no, keep going lower. Uh, 
Lower. Um, let's see. Uh, 39. Lower. 29? Lower. What the fuck? Nine. Slightly higher. It's 13. Okay. The finale scored a whopping 13%. 13 and on the on the finale? On the finale, dude. Holy oh my god. I thought I thought Andor did bad, but holy shit. Well, all the Star Wars shows lose, lose about half of their viewership throughout the show. And I don't know if the numbers are out for this one yet. On the video I'm making for tomorrow, I will look for more information. If that's the case, then I will definitely include that. But 13% for the closer. Dude, dude Disney Disney is, is severely, severely fucking up. Like, nobody's watching your movies. Nobody's watching your shows. Nobody's watching your VOD platform. Nobody's going to your parks. Nobody's going to your hotels. Like, just fucking, just give up. Just walk out and be like, I'm done. Give up. It's an embarrassment. I, it's the it's to me, folks. This is like that uh, Hell in a Cell match when Seth Rollins fought the Fiend, where I was like, I'm embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. This episode was so bad. I'm very embarrassed to be a Marvel fan. And it's not just oh, it's got a bad rating. I gotta jump into it. I went back to watch this episode. I watched the first episode, the second episode, and the finale. And I read a little bit online to get caught up before I started the finale. And I sat there, Nick, you know how like when a show's over, you kind of need a moment to go, wow, that's how it ends, or oh, there's going to be more in the future. I sat there for a minute with my jaw on the floor and I went, what the hell was that? It was so, <laughs> it was so underwhelming that it almost kind of hurt. I mean, I wasted 38 minutes of my time and that's the part that pisses me off. I spent, you know, 90 minutes of life, which isn't a lot. I believe me, I've done dumber shit for 90 minutes. But I spent 90 minutes of my life watching a really terrible show. And it deserves that 13%. It, maybe 10 would be very generous. Because in the finale, Nick Fury... Basically, here's the story of the show. Scrolls are a shape-shifting alien from another world. They're the ones that are in Captain Marvel, those green guys. Well, they come to the Earth over a period of time. And they... Uh, they have been secretly invading the planet. And so you keep finding out like, oh, this person's acting weird. What's wrong with them? Oh, they're not really an asshole. They're a scroll. And so that's like the big twist of this show. And Dion, welcome in, my friend. How are you? I am doing all right. What's up, motherfucker? We're just laughing at the fact that uh, Secret Invasion got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. How many times did you watch that? I have not watched it yet. I was... Um... This last few weeks, I've been meaning to watch it, but I, I, I got to catch up before I give a definitive response. But yeah, I have not watched it yet. You don't really need to catch up, man, because there's not a lot to catch up on. It's Tell it's, me what I need to catch up on, motherfucker. You need catch up on a hot dog, motherfucker. That's what you need to catch up <laughs> right, for. Right, Tell French off, fries. Tell me what I should and shouldn't watch here lately, motherfucker. I'll watch what I want. All right, you should watch um, anything directed by Stanley Kubrick. You know Dion's not going to turn down some uh, porn. Of course he's not. Of course he's not. Most likely not. Most likely not. We're taking bets. <laughs> well, you know, you'll have to come up with some porn titles for our show because Stanley Kubrick is going to be making some uh, merchandise for the channel. Uh, we already got, uh, what was the one I wrote down for tonight? The dead Stanley Kubrick? What'd you say? The dead Stanley Kubrick? No, 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 no. no. Stanley Kubrick. 
Pubrick. God, I was really confused. <laughs> yeah, the guy that died 24 years ago came back from the grave as a zombie to make porno. <laughs> I mean, can you think of a better origin story? Well, it is 2023 after all, Jeff. A lot of weird shit's happened, so I mean, it'd be on par. I mean, what is the weirdest thing that's happened this year? Because there are a lot of weird shit that's happened. Or there is a lot of weird shit that happened. Yeah. It's hard to tell anymore. I'm just waiting for the AI to take over and we turn into Terminator. (laughs) Oh, God. No, the AI is going to infect the alien ships and then uh, bring bring the entire universe to its knees. That's what's going to happen. Well... Make sure we film that because that's going to make a hell of a <laughs> Make YouTube sure we video. film that. Okay, buddy. Let's look at it. We'll turn it into a movie. It'll be your uh, biggest award winner. <laughs> my 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 magnum opus. Your magnum dong opus. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit though? If the aliens came down, attached their I don't know something like tried to scan our signals, and the AI the AI jumped to their ship and fucked it up. <laughs> It was it was coded poorly, and the AI was like, "This is a threat." It's like that movie Osmosis Jones, where it's like, yeah. "Oh, get this out of the body." <laughs> yeah, yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be some shit? Like, mm-hmm. they, they they tried attacking us. They tried coming down or something like that. Boom, done. AI took it. AI just took it out. Just fucking took it out. Dude, look, aliens are coming to the planet. Apparently, according to these Senate hearings in other parts of the world. So, who knows? We could be making this shit sooner than later. I bet you we're going to live to see a day where the real news is going to be more crazy and balls-to-the-wall insane than it is uh, anything in Hollywood. Because Hollywood's pretty much over. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be living that show, Alienation. That's what's going to happen. I remember that show. I had a weird head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Syndicated TV shows used to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, that was... Yeah, I mean, that, that's how it was. Like, there was those alien races that came down and they, you know... They lived amongst us, and we just treated them like normal people. And I think it even got a movie as well. Are after... any of them older and or Caucasian? <laughs> and women? Yes. It's 2023. You know, I don't judge. You know what I'm saying? It's 2023. You're just like you were in 2022 and 2021. You like your old white women, and there's nothing wrong with that, Only man. I'm a lot more rugged than I was. In You're a lot more rugged. Oh, you didn't shave. Got it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm closer to a noir detective character, except I look better in color, bitch. <laughs> Do you mean, like, filmed in color or dressed in color? Yes. Okay. Thanks for the clarification. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, man. So, the thing that's interesting about this show, Secret Invasion, besides it shitting the bed, is... Can you guess how expensive it was? Are we saying per episode, or just in total? Uh, you guess in total. I'll give you the breakdown for everything. So... Uh, how many... Is this because the last, the last few episodes were this week, right? Uh, just last episode was Tuesday. So, it's six oh. episodes, and they're about 38 minutes each. Ooh, I'm going to say... This shit, six episodes, thirty minutes. I'm gonna say that shit costs like twelve million dollars for an episode or the season. For the season. Okay, Nick. Uh, let's say three hundred million for the season. You know, you're actually closer, even though you went over slightly. 
Dion, you are off by a margin of $200 million. It's $212 million for six <laughs> episodes. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Disney just likes to burn fucking money. 200, oh, look, at this is how it breaks down, guys. It's 212 minutes for six 38-minute episodes. It's roughly $35 million per episode or $929,000 per minute. Okay, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was taking a drink while doing the analysis. I almost choked. Uh, What the fuck? Yeah, because it's so cheap. I know, right? Or so expensive. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like Disney. Want to wait? If you want to waste some money, I have I have a couple Star Wars ideas. I'll be willing to you know give you. You write me a couple of checks. You know, (laughs) write us write us a check for half of the amount of the first season of Secret Invasion. Fuck right, 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 is, right is a check. What is the check amount for 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 the price of one episode? I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need a lot, dude. Thirty five million dollars goes a long way to make a movie nowadays. That's it's just like craft true. services that's and CGI true. budget. Yeah, no, that's one hundred percent true. For thirty five million dollars, they're gonna make three hundred fifty movies probably. Well, Something I mean, like you think black exploitation will come back in vogue? Uh, I'm trying to make it fucking come back in vogue. Motherfucking. What's popular, Syndrical Baby? Eventually it will. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to be cool again, and then people will be like, oh, shit, sassy black people, but, like, a lot of them at one time? Absolutely, this shit's coming. <laughs> well, I mean, there's somebody cloned Tyrone. That's going to be a movie. Oh, yeah, the Netflix I mean, one, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to make, um, you know... Dion, the next uh, the next black black exploitation star. Well, we're gonna make Terminigro, the animated series. You're gonna be fine, Dion. Your retirement's safe with us. Right, but I can't like show my face in the animated series. You know, live action. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to make Dion the next Fred Williamson. Can you yes. do kung fu, Dion? I can learn. I'm black. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that like your superpower? I'm black. I can learn anything. <laughs> that should be that should be a line of the fucking movie. Do you know? Do you know? Can you shoot the guy from from hundred yards? Yes, I'm black. Well, Dion, in the sequel, we'll have your kryptonite line. Can you swim? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God damn! God damn! That's spicy. Oh my god. Can you fly helicopter? Can you fly helicopter, Dion? Yes, I'm black. <laughs> but can That's you swim over to that helicopter? No, I'm black. <laughs> I can't swim though because we learn things because I'm black. <laughs> That's, That's all I wanted. That's all I want in the world is to make. If I can make, if if I can make three ridiculous black exploitation movies with with with, with all of us in it. I'll be fucking happy. That's all I want in yes. this world. Yep. Professional goals, goddammit. That's all I want. I want to make three ridiculous level black exploitation movies. That's it. I'll be happy. I could be done after that. It's fine. Uh we 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 gotta do one sci fi one, one western, and then like one like like CD CD City Underworld kind of one, and that's it. We should just do like an escape from LA meets black exploitation movie. Deal. Could be Ooh. rife with social Ooh. commentary and in and out burger. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds good. It does sound good. <laughs> Dion's I mean, trying to Dion's trying to rescue the president's wife. She's an old white lady, of course. She's trying lady. to rescue her. She's an old white lady. <laughs> she gonna do a little bit more than get saved. You dig? You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> see, the problem is 
Well, hold on. This is where your porn <laughs> skills come into play because at the end of our film, it'll be like Black Dynamite. When he's like, first lady, uh, you know, I had to beat your husband's ass. And then Dion's fault was, now I gotta fuck you. And then the porno music hits. And, you know. Black Dynamite, sorry, he had to give you the pimp hand. <laughs> Did you get those hot-ass coat hangers? Uh, hush up, little girl. A lot of cats today, Black Dynamite. <laughs> God damn. I love that line so much. And I apologize. <laughs> It's such hey, a great movie. You know what? In the, in the in the that movie is damn near. I think it's over ten years old. That man should have made five more of those fucking movies. You know, with one Seriously. episode budget for uh, or from Secret Invasion, we could have made Black Dynamite too. Seriously. <laughs> you think that movie would have cost more than fifteen dollars or fifteen million dollars in production? Because then, if no. you you know do the whole Hollywood math, we could have made it could have made it a profitable movie relatively quick. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I'd be, I wouldn't say more than fifteen million, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm definitely with all the things that Hollywood is in love with doing. Not getting a Black Dynamite two is, is, it is surprising. Dion, do you think uh, Black Dynamite two could make more than Barbie? No, <laughs> it, 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 listen, a Black Dynamite two movie would make a lot, but it wouldn't make more than Barbie. It's now the highest grossing whatever. Uh, july movie it beat the dark knight it beat every other movie it's gonna be the next avatar folks i do love i do love that like a few weekends ago we had like what was it we had dial of destiny and then like a couple of disney ones and like it was a shit weekend an incredible shit weekend everyone's like the box office is dead they're never gonna go back to theaters and then mission impossible and then we had oppenheimer and barbie yeah and then everything was saved. <laughs> yes, everything's safe, Nick, for now. Until next weekend when Ninja Turtles comes out and we'll probably won't make that much money. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's one of the it's one of those things where like very clearly people are picking what they want to watch and what they don't. Um and you know, right, it's like, you know, it's it's Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. That's what's that's what's making money. Cause even even when I went to go see uh, Mission Impossible Um like during the, in, in the middle of the week, it was still packed. People were still in there watching the whole thing, man. It was hard. It was hard to get a seat. I was surprised. That makes me happy, not for your discomfort, but for the fact that people are going out to movies. I remember. I don't say these things because I want Hollywood to make a buck or I care about the studio system. But you know, we do like entertainment, and I hate streaming movies. They all tend to pretty much be very samey, and so. I want opportunities because if everything out there was like the streaming movies on Netflix, I'd be bored as shit. At least when you go to the box, the big movies at the theater, it's like you couldn't make Oppenheimer on Netflix. It wouldn't have the same impact. It wouldn't be very interesting. No, no, no it'd be over. <clears throat> it would be overhyped on some platform, and you know, only a few, only handful people, handful of people would watch it. And that's it. Everyone would sign up for Amazon though if Barbie was on that one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I yeah I I have no interest to see Barbie. I really don't. No interest at all. Well, you're a man. It's not for you, Nick. <laughs> Thanks, Bree. Didn't you read the articles? <laughs> no, I didn't because I didn't care. All I do, all I kept seeing on social media were like people in the fucking doll box taking pictures. That's all I kept seeing. Oh yeah, because uh, you know, that's the that's the thing to do now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah, I once again, I don't care for it. If you if you want to go watch it, you like it, cool, whatever. That's fine. I, you know, I'm, I don't care. If they ever remake Small Soldiers, can they do a uh, big giant box that you go to in the movie theaters? Because I'd love to punch out of a Chip Hazard box. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
Hell yeah, it's on the bucket list, goddammit. What, to beat Chip Hazard? <laughs> Punch out of a toy box. Are you not paying attention? No, I'm not. What's up? What are we doing? Now fucking punch out of a box like Chip Hazard, not being Chip Hazard. Fucking punching out of a box. You never want to do that as a kid? Dude, when I got the Chip Hazard toy, I was disappointed that he couldn't punch out of the box. That was the number one complaint I had. Right. So if you want, you was... want to punch out of the box, it's not fuck Chip Hazard. Chip Hazard ain't the fucking moral of the story here. It is awesome to punch out of a box like a badass. What, so, hold on. Mandarin? Dude, maybe I'm I'm a little rusty. It sounds like Korean to me, but maybe the term Negro. That's dude. In your black exploitation introduction, what it is is we take your like, they think you're fucking dead, and you punch your way out of a coffin. How's that? Close enough to a toy box, right? I can do. It. I can do. It. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to make a ridiculously fun shoot with my friends. That's really what I want to do. I do too, man, and make money doing it. Yeah, I want to, I want to get drunk at the premiere and just be on stage talking to people about dumb shit we did, and that's it. I want to be asked not to return to my own movie premiere. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that, that's what I love. I'm like, all right, I guess I crossed the line. I did it right. <laughs> oh man. Ah, the future, folks. <laughs> Keep watching to see what we do next. These rascally bullshitters. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it, uh, I guess to get back on topic for a minute, since people keep tuning in, welcome to everybody. Hit that thumbs up if you wouldn't mind for us. With, with uh, what is really going to happen next with Marvel? It's like every couple of days, let's just do the Disney thing. There's just bad press after bad press. Do you think people are finally turned off to this shit? Like, across the board? Do you think Disney's produced enough crap that people just go, eh, that's not for me. I don't want to watch it. Well, I think, you, you know, you gotta... Rem- it's... In short, no. You know, Disney's gonna have to take a couple more losses. We'll see what we do. You know, this conversation's gonna be a lot different in November, depending how the Marvels does, right? So we'll see. Um, but especially, you know... It's tough to gauge because there are things that do really poorly, and then there are things that do really well. You know, for every uh, Secret Invasion, for every Miss Marvel, for every um, what was the the other show um, that came? Uh, fuck, whatever. There's a Guardians of the Galaxy three, so there's a, it's a, it's tough to gauge. But it, listen, I, you know, I don't know if 2023 is that year, but it's gonna happen. I mean, you know, the 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 constant release of stuff that isn't that good. The constant rely relying on big names over quality content, you know, it's 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 gonna catch up, you know, you know, and then it's just, it's 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 tough to gauge, but yeah, I think I think overall most people are tired of Quantum Mania. Is what I was thinking of, thank you, but it's it's you know, studios need multiple losses and to lose a ridiculous amount of money. It's hard for them to take something seriously when you have three failures and then one big one that makes a billion dollars. So it's fucking, um, it's tough, but eventually, yeah, I will say eventually, yeah, it it may not be right now, but you know, it's, it's really only a matter of time. You, you, you can't have a guardians three and then three secret invasions in the same year over and over and over and over again. Right. And yeah. And we'll see, 
you know, if if the Marvels gets pushed, that's that's going to be a huge indicator. But um, while I, w- I will not say people are tired, people are getting very tired. Yeah, I need a fucking cup of coffee to sit through this stuff. But, I mean, you brought up the Marvels getting pushed back. That's from a report from Bloomberg. That's not some crazy out there source. Right, I mean, right, right, right. If that fucking happens, look, movies get pushed back all the time. We understand there's reasons all the time that shit happens. But that's going to be a really weird look. Because it's like, they have this stuff delayed by a year before the writer's strike. Now things are slower than ever, so they have to push back stuff to have more coverage. But if you push something back too far, people will forget about it. And this might be the situation where, well, nobody cares about it this year. They cared about it last year type of thing. And you could have... A, a big old stinker of a box office flop. And of course, certain types of fans that, by the way, every article I see that talks about Secret Invasion wants to talk about the toxic fandom. It's like, eh, shit content is shit content. Let's fucking stop. <laughs> I love that. I love that. They're still using that that uh, that moniker. It's so it's so dumb. It's so it's so over, man. Come on. But well, uh, you, d- listen, especially the last few weeks, which is crazy, you know, talking from a fan standpoint you know just not just for marvel but for entertainment in general right the last few weeks have been fucking crazy um it's 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 tough being a fan of anything but you know people you know as 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 frustrating as it is as angry as we get you gotta remember man like you know studios don't think in terms of Okay, that didn't work. Let's just do something else. You know, these motherfuckers have a very concrete plan that's set in motion. And just like a lot of things business-wise, you have to you have to fucking shake the foundation before before they they change, which is crazy to 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 think in terms of Marvel because you would think that they know all this shit, right? But, you know, it is it's tough, man. You know, and studios have, you know, you got to remember, especially with Disney specifically, John Carter had to lose a quarter of a billion dollars before they pivoted from that weird um, low produced blockbuster movie mindset. You know, so now, you know, if, if anything, you know, Marvel was kind of their answer to that. And they hit it good, they hit it hard. You know, 2012 and on, besides John Carter, they had a lot of successes. So, you know, it's going to take a lot. Now, is Secret Invasion scoring so low? You know, maybe. You know, maybe that maybe that kind of shakes the shakes the, the, the trees here a little bit. But even with Disney, you know, they have, you know, they have, you know, Disney Plus has to do poorly. And the fact that their star, that Lucasfilm isn't doing well. And the fact that blockbuster or Disney films aren't doing fucking great. And like there are so many pillars you got to knock down before people in studios say, "Hey, this shit ain't working." You know, so, you know, don't get discouraged, but you just, it's 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 fucking tough, man. You know, if if there's any group of people that that learn lessons the fucking slowest, it's executives in movie studios. Yeah. And right now, there's even articles popping up. Uh, Haunted Mansion 2, they're going to make a sequel, even though this one's not looking to be that big of a hit. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, you yeah, have kids. Do they care? 
for Marvel or for Haunted Mansion? No, man. Like they don't know shit about it. You know, D two is nine. Devin is is ten. He's turning eleven. You know, so you know, a lot of these movies depend on the parents seeing it and being like, okay, I'm going to take my kid to that. You know, so personally for us, for our little nuclear unit, we don't necessarily give a shit about Haunted Mansion. You know, and then the kids themselves, the things that they use, you know, they're not getting a bunch of Haunted Mansion ads. So that's what's so weird about it. It's like, you know, Haunted Mansion is this big blockbuster, but nothing about it has, has dinged on my radar, Hillary's radar, Diane's radar, and the kids aren't talking about it, you know? And it's, you know, but that goes back to what we were talking about with, you know, with Lucasfilm, you know, and, and obviously you can say the same with Marvel, this hey fellow kids thing, you know, there it's it's a bunch of old people who think that, hey, we'll just do this and they will show up type of my mentality. And yeah, Halton Mansion, I'm like, I might go, you know, I'm the only one that's like, hey, should we go see it? I'm the only motherfucker in my family that's even talking about that shit. So I can't imagine I'm the only one with that mindset. It's fucking weird, man. It's fucking, it's really weird. It is weird that remake a movie from 20 years ago that was kind of a Eddie Murphy middle of the road film anyway. But hey. Yeah, but it, right. I mean, I've, yeah, but even then when, it, when Eddie Murphy came out with it, it was an Eddie Murphy film and, you know, it was him in it and it was, you know, at least entertaining. This does not look entertaining. <laughs> I'm sorry. This looks like Jordan Peele trying to make a Disney movie. <laughs> because because the actors are in it, I'm just like they they've been in Jordan Peele movies before. I'm just like it looks like he's trying to trying to crawl up Bob 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 Iger's ass and be like, hey man, let me in. You know, I'm just like ah, I don't know. I just don't I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it at all. You you didn't love Nope. <laughs> That's my answer. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I just. Yeah, not a well, fan. I'll... Um, I, I, and like, here's the thing. Like, I, 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 even the Eddie Murphy one, I thought was 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 decent. You know, he did a good job uh, in it. It was it was fine. To redo it the the same way again in 2023 is weird. Is really weird. Well, I mean, that's the Disney model: do shit until it doesn't work, even if it's never worked in the first place. That's so so strange, man. So strange. Um, especially with all the, like with all the money they've lost on their on their service and their parks and the and the in the movies um, with the hotel, like it's just like I feel like <laughs> Bob Iger is trying to put out so many fires. He's that meme you see of the dog surrounded by fire, and it's like, yeah, I'm doing fine, I'm doing all right, I'm doing good. Like that's that's how Bob Iger is right now. He's trying not to and all, and him mouthing off about um, the strike and everything, being like, oh, we're gonna wait him out, and you know this is a terrible thing they're doing. How dare they ask for more money? It's like, dude, you're 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 worth almost a billion dollars. You could you you make like thirty billion dollars a year from just running shit the wrong way. Um, it's 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 ridiculous. You know, you, how about how about you make a little less and give a little bit more back to some some of these people? Doing well by doing good, it pays off. I apparently. And like even even with the strikes of men, I've seen so many confusing things. Like some actors are just like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna cancel my Netflix, my Hulu stuff. Fuck them. And some of them are like, oh no, keep watching it. So these people know that you know we need we need more content. I'm like, what the fuck do you want us to do? I and just, um, hey, even they don't know what you know. What I'm saying like it's don't get me wrong. You know they you know fucking pay your writers, pay your fucking actors. You know what I'm saying. But it you know it's especially with the strike you know it's very indicative of everything going on 
in those who have a say in popular culture, right? Like, you know, you're getting conflicting, conflicting stuff. I can only imagine the shit they're getting, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's just interesting. The group of people who want to tell everyone what to do to make a buck can't control, can't keep their own house in order. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's indicative of how Hollywood runs itself. You know, it ain't just like, hey, yeah, we're hearing weird things. I can only imagine what they're talking about behind. Yeah, we're, we're you know, yeah, friend Dresher talk, da, da da da. Are all of them on the same page? You know, no matter what Hollywood says, the fucking culture in of itself is, hey, get out there and get paid for yourself. So yeah. do they believe it? We'll see, man. Like, it's going to be wild, especially now with Bob Iger battening down the hatches and doubling down. You know, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to see if, if, you know, and, and not to mention that this is before we even get into the conversation of remember what they were saying during COVID, you know, you had, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you had all of them <laughs> doing that. Just imagine bullshit. You know, oh, that, I remember you know, that. Oh my they God. Look, you know, you know, what do Wonder Woman and Jesse Pinkman, what are they saying right now? You know? <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's super cool that Damon and Cillian Murphy and and all of them walked off of the Oppenheimer premiere. But are all of your stars saying that? You know what I mean. So it's it's a uh, it's it's wild, dude. You know, the last few weeks are fucking wild. Have have been absolutely absolutely fucking wild. Uh, yeah, it's I agree. Been- it's it's been weird. And another thing I heard is like some 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 uh, writer or whatever was saying, "Oh, if you know, if like you know, say you have a you have a big YouTube channel <clears throat> like us, and you know the studio wants you to promote you know promote a movie, and they they they're gonna pay you for it, and they're like you shouldn't do that because that's scab work." I'm like, if a studio emails Jeff and is like, "Hey, for fifty grand, we want you to you know advertise this movie for the next six weeks, and we'll pay you incrementally of you know this that, and the other," it's like. We're gonna fucking take it. I don't what? care what it is. It's gonna. It's money. We're gonna fucking take it. And the guys like, oh, if you take it, you're never working in Hollywood again. It's like I could give two shits. It's fine. We don't need to. Were they ever gonna hire us anyway? Yeah, we that's don't believe the, the right stuff. That's that's the thing. It's like, but and, and it was just something something idiotic. I was like, god damn. And, and then like a lot of them are saying, it's like, oh, we you know we, we can afford to live in California anymore. It's like move the fuck out. Go four hours. Go four hours east to to Nevada. Go fucking live there. Drive back and forth, commute. It's fine. You'll be okay. N- not all of you have to live in that shitty place. It's okay. But that's where all the cool kids live, Nick. All the cool kids. All the cool kids are, have left, and they're shit. And the, all the all the people who are left are shitting on the street, Jeff. Or pissing on the street. Or pissing on the street. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. That's what Sherman Oak smelled like. Urine. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I, I I drove through there to go to Universal. It was uh. It was it was not it was not good. Not good at all. Imagine living there. It wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. That's why. That's why I was there ex- exactly seven days, and I fucking dipped out. And I'm out. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I could have hung there much longer. I. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't put avocado t- on uh, everything yet, Nick. So I'm okay. <laughs> you haven't lived, brother. Um. All right, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Tell me something else I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, I keep hearing conflicting stuff from all these fucking actors all over social media. It's it's fucking terrible. Um, I do love the pettiness of the studios, like them cutting down the, the tree limbs and shit like that because it's, there's a heat wave there and they don't want them having any shade. 
Uh, they've put up police tape and shit like that. I fucking love all the pettiness that is happening with this. It's it's just it's just fun to see. It really it's is amazing what people do when you fuck with their money, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's but again, it's, these are the studios that were all very much, you know, we're together in this. Like, hey, it's it's all of us together. Hey, oh, but the minute that they that, that the actors and the writers want to get paid, hey, yo, Jimmy, cut those motherfucking branches. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, any, you know, and that, and that's not just, you know, and that's just to everybody listening, you know, this shit isn't binary, right? So it's not like, you know, this is explicitly wrong. This is explicitly right. You know, you should always be hesitant when it comes to taking the word of somebody who has money on the line. You know, it's, it was, it was one thing during COVID Hey, you know, we're all together, you know, imagine a world, you know, we got, we get, you know, as long as we stick together and then the motherfucking Oscars rolled around, they were wearing their work clothes. We're wearing $5,000 suits and dresses, you know, and we said that shit from the beginning. So here comes the strike on top of all the struggles that Disney and Marvel and Lucasfilm and WB and Universal are all going through. And again, the little people want a little bit of bigger piece of the pie because you're still making billion dollar movies and you're making AI. And now all of a sudden, those people that were patting you on the back want to cut the motherfucking tree branches. Do you think people, like general audience people, will care how these studios act? Or do you think they'll just kind of forget this, these actions? When when you are affecting their entertainment, they will care. You know, people forget, you know, the, the writer strike of 07 08, we got the reincarnation of American Gladiators. You know. Oh, shit. Wasn't Hulk yeah, Hogan the host? And, and you want me to blow your mind even more, which, you know, became very apparent to me recently. The first writer strike, we got the first iteration out of American Gladiator. <laughs> so whatever what? happens over the next four months, especially at towards the end of the year, that's how you will gauge how people will care. Is whatever they come up with, if we do not like it, we're gonna be on the side of the motherfucking little people. Whatever comes out, especially on television and whatever movies are magically released or uh, news are released about production, if the people buy it, well, then they're going to be on the side of the movie studios. You know, it's 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 a motherfucking it's a gamut, baby. You know, right now I will say, you know, if I'm taking if I'm hedging my bets or betting I your think hedges, people will care. People will care. You know, the same way they cared when every major sport struck. You know, but hey, if 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 these studios come up with something that works, nobody cares what's happening as long as you're winning. So. Whatever reality TV bullshit pops up in August and October and November, whatever movie production releases come out, that's how you gauge it. That's how you gauge it. <laughs> well said. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Um, if we get American Gladiators again, I'll be really fucking happy. <laughs> Do you want to go on it? No, I I am not that athletic to fucking be on American Gladiators. I will I will get knocked out in the first fucking round immediately. <laughs> I, I want us to go on Dion. 
Listen, I will go until I get that first real, not a, not a little injury, but I would 100% go on until I get that first real injury. Then so, I'm out, but I'm like, hey, hey, fuck it. Let's let's fucking go. Can I, can I beat up on some some bodybuilder? Let's let's find the fuck out. I'd, I'd go. I would do it. Dion would, 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 would mistakenly find his way to the women's fucking locker room. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, I didn't, sorry, I didn't, ladies. Oh, shit. I was looking for some tape. <laughs> so concussion or bust, correct? Yes, concussion or bust. Oh man, got it. <laughs> here's here's what happened. Do you want to be a participant? Jeff would be one of the gladiators. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Look at you. You you just need like a crazy haircut or like a handlebar mustache. That's it. That's all you need. Don't make me look like I belong in the village, people, Nick. All right, this is TV. <laughs> I want people to remember me positively. <laughs> I mean, that shit will you. follow you forever. They'll, they'll remember you. I look like show enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll remember you. I'm just saying. Oh god. <laughs> there we go. It's a hell in a cell match. People want us to wrestle and fight. See, that's the thing. The WCBS guys, we we can't have a a breakup like other groups. We're just kind of like. Uh, What's a band that never broke up? Did the Rolling Stones ever break up? No, they're. I think they're, their last tour is fucking went. <laughs> their their seventh last tour. Their yeah. seventh last tour. <laughs> hey, may they uh, forever rock. <laughs> that that's nice to say about them, right? Sure, it is. Oh, it is. Even though one of them got like a two year old kid now. <laughs> I mean, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards should always have children. You know, we'll populate the earth. Yeah. <laughs> the earth. God, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. This the 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 whole strike and this whole like you know every, every, everything Disney going. Any anytime Disney goes to shit makes me feel happy. Um, but there is gonna. I, th- I think if the strike lasts for uh, close, like if it if it happens past the end of this year, we're gonna have a problem. There's gonna be no content. Um, yeah, man. Well, we're, we're not going to no have a problem. We'll produce the content. Oh, no, we'll be fine. But I'm just saying, Hollywood's going to be like, you know. It's um, going to be wild, man. Like, we'll see We'll see if uh, if they intended their bite to be as impactful as their bark, man. You know, if if, yeah. if, if it lasts the end of this year, you know, you know, you know, people forget the slate of shit that was planned before the strike. The end of that is like February in terms of shit that's done. You know what I'm saying? So end of the year if it's still going on all the shit planned for the spring and forward we'll see yeah, and we we'll were see what they want to do man and especially if you know if the writers and the actors can can get to the to the other side of of their of their colleagues that that would in any other situation say yes to these studios if they can get them to say no We'll see, man. And then again, you're talking about, you know, when you take away the Wonder Woman's and the Jesse Pinkman's and all those goopy motherfuckers that made that stupid ass video, you know, the people who are used to having two, three jobs, we'll see, man. We'll fucking see. I'm I'm not going to say it's for sure going to work, but it it could be some, I mean, obviously we're going to benefit for talking about it, but, but. You know, as as thus is is uh, America. You know, but we'll see, man. This could this shit could get crazy. I mean, as crazy as it got in 08, 
you know, it could get more crazy, man, because, you know, these studios are making a bunch of money off of streaming and all these billion dollar projects. So like Nick saying, man, if, it, if it's la- if, if we're still talking about this in December, ooh, we baby, ooh, fucking we. I think I think what's going to happen is that if we're if we're still talking about this in December, as soon as the strike is over, they're going to green light a lot of horror movies very fucking quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make one. I I saw bodies, 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 Nick. So what did you, what did you think of it? Did you like it? I did like it. Uh, Pete Davidson dies in the most retarded way possible. But so it's that made but, me laugh. Like, but but like the, the part where they're arguing is like is I like they're the, you know there's a lot of intensity, but it's actually really funny when you like hear what they're saying. It's like I suffer from PTSD. I'm yeah. this, I'm triggered. Yeah. I'm a, dude. Yeah. I was yeah. laughing my ass yeah. off. I'm like, I, this I, is I, the I, most 2022 movie ever fucking made. Fucking, like this so shit was good. so fucking good. I wish more movies were that self aware. I do. You need to watch Cosmos, goddammit. Watch Cosmos. I do actually that was the thing is I watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I went, Oh wait, Cosmos was next. And then I was getting ready to watch it. I got some dinner. I had a couple drinks. And then I was feeling kind of good, so I'm like, Oh wait, X Men. And I watched X Men and fell asleep on my couch. So <laughs> God damn it. I will watch Cosmos this weekend. I'm right, still building right. this damn office. No problem. Uh but yeah, dude, this 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 is crazy. Uh, but you know, I think I think that's what's gonna happen. They're 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 going to. I think they you know they have a couple of probably really small horror movies there. They're gonna pump like a couple million into and have them like <laughs> pretty much done overnight, and have them out in the you know uh, out out to to watch or something. I think it's gonna that's just gonna save Hollywood there for the first you know few months or maybe year of, of what's going on. Some solid crazy horror movies that are gonna be you know be under like five or ten million dollars that. They can just make. I'm sure they're gonna greenlight fucking Scream Eight or whatever immediately. I was gonna say, what if they bring back Michael Myers? They turned him into hamburger. They're gonna do it. You you know they're gonna fucking do it. You know they're gonna fucking do it. Yep. Yep. By the way, guys, just a heads up: we have a thunderstorm here. If the power goes out, that's what happened. I didn't die. Power went out. So (laughs) you guys just keep rolling forward. (laughs) I guess. I guess what's gonna happen then is then Kendo just sol then. Yeah, well, you'll be able to bring him into the uh, from the green room. I, I can't. Can I? Yeah, you guys can, right? No, no, not at all. No, I think we have to be uh, admins for that. Well, then how do I make you guys that. admins? There's look at there's. I don't want any power that you guys don't have. Oh, where'd Nick go? He just booted himself out. There you go. Fucking, he was talking about the Matrix, man. <laughs> all right, Nick, there he is. You're back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was a knock on the door. I thought it was Newsom. I'm sorry. He's after you now. Now that I'm gone, he's after you. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's trying to get me for 10 years. The 10 years of living there. I was like, I was there for a week, goddammit. It wasn't there that long. It ain't worth it. <laughs> Look at all those delicious cheeseburgers. and Admittedly, there are a lot of good-looking women out in California, but I wasn't hanging yeah, out with any of them. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That was the first comment my mom made when we get off the plane. She's like, God damn it, everyone looks like a supermodel. I'm like, yeah, mom, this is California. This is how it is. The average person out, like, the average woman out there is way better looking than, like, most people in other places. Oh, it is. No, no, that's true. That's true. But, like, she hasn't been back since, like, 2012. So, you know, she she's not, she was, she was, th- th- this is her first time, this is her first time being on a plane since, yeah, since 2012. So, uh, so yeah. Well, after she saw the movie, she was just like, never again. Forget. <laughs> That movie is terrible, by the way. That movie is fucking it terrible. Is. Well, I mean, we, we we got a lot of disaster movies that year, and like some some were bad, some were good, but they were they were all just something. 
I tried Maybe watching so. The Day After Tomorrow, and that is not a good movie. <laughs> I mean, I it saw is. it like 20 years ago, but... Listen, Day After Tomorrow is the definition of, hey, here's a movie and a premise, and a this is how you do it by the numbers. And Dennis Quaid's in it! He is a badass. And also Jake Gyllenhaal. And a he young there. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep, young Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. I mean, and he's not that young. What'd you say? Maybe. And he was good at mathematics was his whole character thing? Yeah, yeah he was a yeah. brilliant kid. Right. He was like Rain like, Man with was, weather. Yeah. And then he, well, no, he his dad was the weather guy. He was the mathematics one. And then, because isn't it, what the fuck was it? Yeah, so Jake Gyllenhaal was in New York. Because he was at some mathematics Quizbusters shit. Quizbusters! <laughs> yeah. And then the fucking shit hit. And he's like, I gotta go get my son in New York. And he's like, oh, my dad says you gotta stay inside. And they're like, no. And they just all die. And then Jake Gyllenhaal, the girl he likes, the black kid, and then the weird old white dude. And then there's a course, there's always an older white lady. They all somehow survive. A pack of wolves that got out of the zoo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yep. that's correct. Right, and there was a tanker because the because the wave happened, right? And there was an empty tanker, which they never explained why it was empty. And they fucking wolves were there, and they had to go get like penicillin or some shit. That movie's so dumb, but I love it. <laughs> now that you're describing <laughs> it, I'm just like. God, that all happened. Holy when shit. You did, it why did I, why did like, I go watch it in the theater? What the fuck was wrong with me? You were young yeah, and man, stupid. Man, that movie okay. is a fever dream, but God damn it, do I love it. Dude, okay, that in the movie called Hurricane Heist, okay? That was better. <laughs> because they actually fucking I made it. I fucking love that movie. I do, too. I do, too. I I have it on my hard drive. I watch it every now and again. I'm just like, this Dion, is Dion, we watched that on my birthday, remember? We did. We did. You was just literally, you and I, like, fuck it, let's watch it. And we're just drinking the um, copious amounts of beer we had left over and we're like what the fuck like the magic the storm chaser car and then what was it the dude and his brother he was a storm chaser because like their parents died in a hurricane and the hurricane hits because it was in new orleans or yeah was it was it? new orleans yep it was new orleans yep. new orleans and then the chick was a treasury officer or whatever right yes yes and then it was her mentor. They were stealing money during a hurricane, and they just happened to come across the heartbroken storm chaser brother, and they stopped the bank robbers during a hurricane. You have a wonderful memory. Pretty much. <laughs> like it's it's a fucking asylum movie, but somehow got a got a national release. Right. <laughs> And they're fucking souped up. What were they? Were they driving an Outback Jeff? Whatever. What were they driving? You remember it better than me. You can tell me what the dude wore in the third scene and what they had for dinner on set. Like you remember that much more than I do. They had peanut butter and jelly All sandwiches. Like that is... was. They had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like he had. It, he had it in his little weather chasing car. He had like a whole fucking crate of them. It was weird. He was a diabetic. Yeah. He was. A diabetic. I remember the part where he's like talking to his brother. You gotta leave. He's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And the whole time you and I are like, bitch, it's a hurricane. Your dead parents. Have nothing to do with this. Fucking go. He's like, no. <laughs> mom and dad, mom and dad will live on because I stayed in my fucking car shop and protected it from the hurricane. <laughs> Bitch, it's a hurricane. Yes, your brother's that weird actor dude that can't get rid of his country accent, 
but he's kind of good looking. Like, this doesn't make any sense. You gotta go. He's like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? God, I love that movie. <laughs> if they ever do a 4K release, I'll let you know. Dude, please let me know. We have to do a fucking commentary of that movie. We do. Now, so... now that you've subscribed and how fucking hilarious it is, we're going to do a commentary for it. Am I I'm down. It? God, didn't that... You are remembering the... correctly. No, 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 no. I watched it recently, unfortunately. <laughs> you are remembering it correctly. It is, yeah. You're, you're like 86% correct right now. Guys, not only does it exist on 4K, you can get it for $6.97 used, or you can go to eBay and get it for $5.65 brand they new They have on 4K. a 4K for Bro, oh, it's only from. Tw- Wait, how many how many copies do they have of it? Wow, they have ten copies available. I should get four <laughs> copies right now. Oh, you're getting four <laughs> copies. Oh fuck. Oh god. god. That movie. Oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. And then the fucking the suit up outback have like a fucking uh, a mode where it just it puts stakes in the ground. So it yes, yes, yes. Holy shit! <laughs> Why we have to make these types of movies? I want that's what, that's what, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to make asylum level shit. I want to make fun shit. Yes, we could be there in five years. <laughs> I'd like to do it quicker, dude. I'm Perfect. I'm down. I'm down. I wanna I, I want to make some I want to make some some fun wild shit with our, with my friends. I want to make an '80s I want to make an '80s cop movie as well if I if I can. Like so bad, so fucking bad. <laughs> can I play a dirty cop who's uh? Sold out his partner because he needs to send his kid to Catholic school. <laughs> sure, why not? That's the perfect reason to empathize with a villain. Yeah, Catholic yeah. school's I do expensive. Send my kid to nice Catholic school. Yeah, Ken Kendall can be your partner. Uh, I'll be the bad guy, and Dan will be the chief. <laughs> Hell, I'll even wear a turban. It's fine. <laughs> That's how you put asses in seats. I'll Nick do is... the accent and everything. I don't care. Well, you guys are inspired. Now let's do it. <laughs> let's make some motherfucking money, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, UA Bowl. This is how you do that right. Christiana Loki, if you ain't doing shit, be in our upcoming movie. She ain't doing shit. She ain't doing shit, man. She's... <laughs> Lifetime, lifetime ain't taking her no more, man. Mm-mm. Lifetime in UA Bowl. Oh God! Did you mean, like three Blood Rain movies? There, I thought there were like four of them. Dude, there might be four. Holy shit! I think you're right. I know yeah. for sure there were there was a sequel, and yeah, yeah you might be sure. right that there are if there are four fucking Blood Rain movies. Anything's fucking possible. Fuck Kevin Garnett and winning the NBA championship. If UA Bowl can make four movies in the same franchise, goddamn it, America, you can do anything. Because well, UA I have Bowl some... made four fucking Blood Rain movies. I have bad news for you, Dion. There's only three Blood Rain films. Damn. There's Blood Rain, Blood Rain Two: Deliverance, and Blood Rain Three: The Third Reich. <laughs> wait, wait, Damn. wait, wait, Blood Rain 2 what? Deliverance, and then Blood Rain 3 The Third Reich, which involves not, god damn it, oh, of course it does, it really of course it does. Bloodthirsty thrills for Schlockmaster Uwe Bull. Sexy vampire warrior Rain must take on the might of the nefarious Nazis when they plot to use oh, her blood to, to make Hitler immortal. God, <laughs> da- dude, that, oh my god, I'm jealous, I, 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 that sounds hilarious. 
we have to do a drunk commentary specifically of just the third Blood Rain movie. Well, we're I have good do, news. We're only doing the third one. They're all on Tubi. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. I love Tubi. Well, the second one's about um, she goes to the Wild West to find blood-sucking Billy the Kid and his gang of ruthless oh my God. vampires terrorizing a small town of Deliverance. Of course, oh, I Christiana, I know you had to pay the bills, but goddamn. <laughs> um, she's not in the second and third one, dude. Yeah, it's Who's somebody else, isn't it? Yeah, Christiana Loken's only in the first one. The second... Well, hold on, wait. If we count the animated movie, there is a fourth Blood Rain film, Dion. Cool. So anything is possible. That's right. But the, a woman named Natasha Malfi plays uh blood rain in those movies or oh both. okay all right all right christiana i still have faith in you you're not you're not mila jovovich just yet i mean mila Yo- christiana loken wishes she was mila jovovich we can shit on rise and evil all we want but those movies make bank and she's married to pt anderson so they're set yeah but what was the last movie she did hellboy 2019 <laughs> oh by the way they're re-redoing hellboy Again? Yep, I didn't see that the other yeah, day. Yeah. You know David Arbor was fucking punching the air when he saw that shit. Yeah, they're re-redoing Hellboy again. They could have uh, given the money for a third one, but they didn't. Yeah, for the money they've spent on the reboots, they could have just given uh, Guillermo del Toro what he wanted. You know, Batista style, give me what I want. And we would have been all <laughs> better off. Thank you, Dion, that was for you. Thank you, buddy, because that, that was hilarious. <laughs> for an audience of one. Yeah. Folks, hit thumbs up if you enjoy or you understood the reference, Captain America style. Uh, yeah, Dion, her last. Give you what you want. What you really, really want. <laughs> what makes you more nostalgic for the '90s, Dion? The Spice Girls or Barbie Girl? I'm gonna say the Spice Girls only because. Sporty Spice always had hard nipples in every music video that she was in. Her face scared me, so I never noticed. Listen, she was, of all the Spice Girls, that was Future Baby Mama. And even as a kid, I'm like, damn, is it always cold in the studio? The answer is no. She's just excited to be there. Hey, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Nick, who was your favorite Spice Girl? Uh, The Redhead. Oh, Ginger? Good choice. Yep. <laughs> Literally, which when you think about it, they're just like, hey, all of our fans are dumb. At least they didn't call Scary Spice Blackie Spice. <laughs> Dude, Blackie Spice, I want that on a shirt. That would have made so many more fans of the Spice Girls. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, it, it is the UK. I mean, like, they, they, they had a chance. They had a chance. Listen, listen, English people, we love our UK fans. Y'all are hilarious. Because I'm surprised because English people would be like, hey, yo, Blackie Spice, we don't mean it like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they talk, yes. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, the 90s were fucking crazy. I read this article about how the 90s was the last... It was talking about the bankruptcy of um, American culture, and they said the 90s was the last decade of originality, and I'm like, yeah, that is kind of true. They blame a... Tech companies for the takeover of everything. So, hey man, listen, it's it's you know we've talked about it before on the channel, but the power of understanding 
the internet, you know, and, and we talk about it at home, you know, Hillary's heard me say this all the time, you know, so much of what has happened is the fact that old people don't understand how the internet works, you know, and I mean, you know, the nineties was the beginning of that shit where it's like, Hey, a lot of these motherfuckers don't know how this shit works, you know? So I, Hey, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. And now with, uh, with AI coming out with a new, with a new AI program coming out every like three days, they're even more confused. The entity. <laughs> I watched that. I fucking love it. Oh my God. I can't wait so much. I can't. I, I can't. I can't wait for part two. I really can't. I love. I'm it. fucking so pumped for part two. I don't get a fuck what anybody says. I'm ready. I'm, I don't know I'm why. Ready. I haven't heard a lot of people shit on that movie. I've heard a lot of people try to say it's a flop, but it's a damn good film. I well, I don't think it is. I think. I, I mean, I, they might say it's a flop for like the product pro- projections for the first weekend, but like I said, I went last week in the middle of the week to watch it, and my theater was full. So. Yes, sir. People are still going to go watch. People are still watching it. Yeah, I mean, it's made uh, three hundred seventy-six million dollars so far. So, makes yeah. me happy. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. The Mission Puzzle movies, man. They're yeah, they're they're an easy sell. They're real easy, especially this. Yeah, they're they're just they're just fun spy movies, man. And I, and I love I love how this one had three. No, sorry, four hot women in it. So you had Haley Atwell, Rebecca Ferguson, Palm mm-hmm. Clementine, and who was the fourth one? Oh, Vanessa Kirby. I like her too. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can uh, remember those women. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. You remember them like fucking Bond women. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because they're all... Look it. I'll, I'll say the first part. They're all good looking. And they're all cool. Like, they all have interesting stuff to do in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even the uh, the, the henchman chick. She was... she was Yeah, she was cool, man. I liked, I liked her whole thing. It was awesome. Fucking Paris. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was great. I'm, uh, you know, it's always it's always fun to see a female henchman because it's like, how are they going to go with this? Um, and they 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 did great with her. They really did. Dion, you haven't seen Oppenheimer, right? I did see Oppenheimer. Oh, you did? Did you like? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I loved it. S- same here. I I just said to Nick earlier in the show, Mission Impossible is my favorite movie of the summer. But I'm gonna go Oppenheimer now. I've really dug that. I saw it last night. Yeah, we saw uh, opening night or not opening night. When did we go see it? Saturday night. So yeah, it's uh, dude. I, I I really enjoyed it. I really I really really enjoyed it. Did you see it in IMAX? Of course, of course. I regret it because I didn't need to see it in IMAX. But I'm not mad at Christopher Nolan. I will just say that the next time you have a movie and you say, "Hey, it was filmed in IMAX," and I go and see it. And it's not very IMAXy. I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Don't do that again, Christopher. <laughs> Did you want like more explosions in IMAX or something? Yeah, or? I want more explosions. I don't need to see him and this crazy chick's nipples in IMAX. I can, I can enjoy that in standard. If you are filming in IMAX, I need explosions. I need people falling out of moving vehicles. I need cool shit. Don't get me you wrong. Didn't... I appreciate the IMAX whole experience, but the fuck it was the it was a couple explosions and then nothing. It angered me, Christopher. It angered me. <laughs> what did you think of the boobs? Fantastic. I did like them. Oh, you liked them? Okay. I thought I was like, man, Florence Pugh is a good actress. She doesn't have to do nude scenes. She doesn't have to, but it's I, not that's my nice way of saying, that. don't do them. <laughs> listen, listen, it's listen. I under 
I'm I'm also a, a man of context. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, she's, you know, she ain't, you know what I'm saying? She ain't got like the goodies that make you want to pull up your hoodies. But the fact that she was fucking crazy is, it, you know, I understand why Oppenheimer was like, listen, you know, I'm going to go back and see her because, you know, he stuck his dick in crazy and... You know, it makes you put up with a lot, especially if you don't have, like, you know, you ain't got, like, you know, my girl from Mad Men's titties. You know, that's cool, but... Oh, man, Christina Hendricks would have been in this movie. Whew. Oh, shit. Right. That's a, that's, a way, that's a way different scene when they're just sitting there naked talking. You know what I mean? But, you know... That would have been IMAX-worthy, bro. Could you imagine them that big? <laughs> yeah. They're already as big as your head in real life, but imagine them the size of a fucking bus. Here's like... <gasps> Wow, I just look at when I saw Piranha 3D back in the day, and Gianna <laughs> Michaels came floating in on that fucking parachute. I was like, "Whoa!" I knew her voice right away. I was like, "Hey, I know that scream." And then I saw him on the big screen. I was like, "This is the greatest experience of the year." <laughs> oh man, I love it. No one can't say I'm honest. This is true. Um. So yeah. Uh, Anything else you guys want to say about Secret Invasion? I think that was the topic, right? <laughs> yeah, I think oh, it was. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney, get your shit together. I I just don't... Seriously, Dion, don't watch it. Like, don't finish it. <laughs> it's so dumb! It's it's Amelia Clark versus a CGI puppet. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, the, the bad guy just is a full CGI character. By the oh. way, can you hear the thunder? A little bit, no. a little bit. All right. I can't hear. Well, I need my thunder buddy. Hours, <laughs> I need your <so>. thunder buddy. <laughs> Does anybody Fuck care about this? You thunder, you can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get me because you're just God's farts. <laughs> God, back in the day when Seth MacFarlane was funny. Dude, isn't you talk about a drop off? God damn! I mean, he I mean, obviously the um, the Orville great show, but damn man, Family Guy is a shadow of its former self. When do you yep. think they're gonna pull the plug, or do you think that it's the fact that these shows just make so much it's money Fox. that they keep them around? They're not gonna pull the cl- the plug until Seth puts a fucking bullet in the back of its head behind the shit. You think he ever will, or just he'll collect the check? No, cause he, cause um, did he used the uh, cause they're on what, tw- fucking for family? They're like on twenty seven or something like crazy like that. The le- like I think it was two seasons ago. Whatever the season was before the Orville, he apparently used the money from that season to do the Orville. So, you know, so, listen, say what you want about Seth MacFarlane, especially you know the what ended up being hindsight being 2020 the travesty that was trump's roast uh he's using it to do other shit so i can't say i want it to end because i don't know if i want seth mcfarland doing projects without the shackles of family guy but i mean once that stops being fruitful he'll probably be done doing family guy but that dude uses it to do other shit you know so we'll i don't know man we'll see you know not that listen seth mcfarland's that guy that when you're having a beer with him, he says something. You go, shut the fuck up, Seth. You know, but he, every <laughs> once in a while he says shit that's really funny. So I'll put up with Family Guy if I kept if I keep getting 
him doing other shit. I'll say that. I'll say that. That's me being pro Seth MacFarlane. Fair enough. Uh, Nick, would you like to take the amateur Seth MacFarlane take? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with him too. I mean, yeah, him doing other things is always fun. The movies were I, Ted, Ted One was good. Ted Two fell off. Well, uh, a mil. What is it? A thousand ways to die in the West was weird. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just basically like uh, just a, a a vignette movie of little things that they kept doing. It was odd. Uh, I I am a big fan of Orville. I, I think he hit the nail on the head with Orville. I really do like that show. I don't know if we're gonna get more of it, um, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm like Family Guy and all that stuff. He needs to yeah, the, the, that needs to go. That and and Simpsons and all that other shit needs to just get off the fucking air. Needs to be done. I mean, let's all admit that Mike Judge is the best to ever do it. Beavis and Butthead came back after uh, almost 30 years, and it's funnier than ever. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. If that guy does it, I trust it. But even then, like, those shows, like, you, you, like even, even Futurama came back, and I'm really, I really hesitant to watch it, because I, <laughs> I, I, I'm worried that it's going to go the way of, like, Simpsons be very woke and be very boring and shit. Like, I'm really worried about it. It's, um, on, it's on what Hulu now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. on Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu owns it now. So yeah, or Hulu. It's don't them. So yeah, I'm I'm worried about that show because I fucking love Futurama. I I love that show, and for them to bring it back after so many years, I'm just like, this is not a good good look. Full transparency, I never got into Futurama. I watched it during its initial run, and then when it came back, I never watched it. I I wanted it to come back. I really championed it for you know for it to come back, and I'm glad when it did. And we got those those like three or four movies that came out. Those were fun, but the ending, the epic ending they did for the last for the you know I guess the last time it, it very last time it ended was wonderful. It was such a good ending, and they're like, oh fuck that, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back. It's like no, don't do that. <laughs> Is Fry's dog still waiting on him? God, that's such that's such a sad episode. I do love that episode. Um. But yeah, the way the way it ended was so was so epic and so and so fun and so like complete that I'm I'm shocked. Well, not really shocked, but I you know I'm kind of surprised they wanted to bring her back. So I don't know. yeah, I I I don't want to even, even though um, it's my favorite show. I don't want to watch it, but I will say this though: uh, Tacoma FD is back on True TV. Go watch that. <laughs> at least it's better than it's always sunny in philadelphia's newest season dude i like i was i was hesitant for tacoma fd as well i was just like is this the season they're gonna fuck it up and i watched the first episode i was like okay they're, they're still good they're still good we're good they're still funny they're hilarious we're, we're good um now one thing i wanted to bring up this week dion we always talk about real life stuff you heard about those ufo trials that are going on man i did i did if you guys uh, in the chat, press 1 if you've heard about the UFO trials. Press 2 if you haven't. This isn't some uh, TV show plot we're talking Jeff, about. Jeff, put up, put up a UFO picture so people know what we're talking about. All right. Um, should I just play an episode of the X-Files instead? Sure. Sure. Why not, man? Why not? There we go. That's as far as I can get away with the copyright. Fair enough. Fair enough. It was good. It was good. Oh god, this is too generic. This looks like the dancing baby from the nineties. Oh my god, <laughs> that fucking thing! Oh god, that was that was the Rick Roll before the Rick Roll. Yeah, dude, it was a uh... god. You know what? I'll just put a picture of a UFO. Fuck it. Um... No, not UFO trail. UFO trial. <laughs> So, guys, 
what were your initial thoughts when you heard about a UFO trial? Like how, you know, everyone's talked about are aliens real, this and that for many years. Everyone says, oh no, you're crazy. But now you got governments and real people with status talking about these uh, events. And it's kind of like, hey, we knew it was happening all along, but now we're getting more confirmation. So Dion, as a man who, I won't call you a skeptical man, but as a man who, you know, waits for things to be presented to him in a believable way. What did you think about that? It's fucking interesting, man. I mean, initially my thing was, okay, they're trying to distract us from a bunch of other shit going on. Same here. You know, and then they actually started having fucking, you know, they're they're having hearings in front of Congress. I'm like, okay, like, let's see what this is all about. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you got to definitely temper it with everything else that's going on. But, uh, yeah, man, like like you said, I'm, I'm very much a... Uh, uh, show me concrete evidence type of guy, you know. And if we can, you know, if that, if this all this shit gets declassified, you know, I'm uh, I can't. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested, man. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested. So we'll we'll see what's actual alien and what's just unidentified flying object. So I'd I'd be lying if I wasn't saying I was excited, dude. Hey, if it turns out I'm an alien, will you still be my friend? Well, yeah, I mean, you're an alien with a sick-ass sense of humor, so let's go. All right, cool. I'm, look, it, uh, you're the reason why I'm not going to destroy this planet. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Boondock. <laughs> Nick, what did you think uh, when you heard this uh, information, this news? I, I, I'm i with you guys. Like, I think it's a fucking distraction. Like, I really do. Um, but it's always interesting. What? I don't know, from something. I just, I it's, it's one of those things where it's like, for for decades, ever since Roswell, they've been like, no, it never happened. No, it never happened. Oh, it was dummies. Oh, it was, uh, uh, you know, we were trying to fuck with Russia. And now all of a sudden, like, yeah, we, we might have some stuff in the in the in the garage that we didn't that we haven't seen for for like a few decades. It might be there. We don't know, but it might be there. It's like uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because we're finally we're finally getting like. They're finally admitting it, and it's just like I don't know, man. You're the government. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know. How much do you want to know? Do you want to know more? Oh God. I mean. Oh, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of, of course. I want. I want to know more. I want. You know. I want to break down the gate to fifty one and go down to the basement and see the, see the fucking remains myself and things like that. Yeah. Of course. I want. I want to see all that shit. But will it be real? Will it happen? Is it not? Is it just going to be some, you know, some some fuckery that's going to happen? I don't know. That's a thing. What if it's just disappointing? Like aliens are just slightly weird versions of humans. <laughs> At least we'll know. <laughs> Shit. They're just they're just from like down the block, and like they're they're, they're like they're, they're like oh we've been in Neptune this whole time. Been calling you guys the whole time. It's like oh oh shit okay that's what that was gotcha. Now, for a little bit of context. A former military intelligence officer turned whistleblower told White House lawmakers that Congress is being kept in the dark about unidentified anomalous, that's, wow, anomalous uh, phenomena known as UAPs or UFOs, alleging that at a hearing that the executive branch agencies have been withholding information about the mysterious objects for years. Okay, we're going to get into this. So we're going to uncover the cover-ups, and I hope that this is just the beginning of many more hearings, says David Gresh. What do you think we're gonna find out? Is like, uh, like who? What's your bet on the celebrity that's an alien? Like, you remember how Men in Black, Michael Jackson was an alien? I'm gonna say Aquafina's an alien. Aquafina, definitely, <laughs> man, definitely. 
she's uh she's 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 annoying it's it's gonna be her um well no i i watch a little bit of what this guy said and he's like he apparently it's secondhand from somebody he's hurt like this is not even the guy who's seen it like well he's seen a few things but apparently he's heard some things and like he can't even say people's names he's speaking very vaguely and stuff so i don't know <laughs> it's just it's just weird it was kendo kendo knows <laughs> yeah um it's 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 crazy man i've i've been and like ever since i was a kid i was i was huge into this fucking huge into all of this man i believed i watched x files i was like oh they're fucking aliens are everywhere god damn it you know i was i was like that as a kid um i knew about majestic 12 i knew about project blue book um wait what's knew, majestic 12 oh uh any would anybody like in the chat the chat like to <laughs> like to educate jeff on who majestic 12 is um, i feel like i'm not gonna sleep tonight yeah probably not <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean I, I i would watch all those documentaries all the shows all the all the government cover-ups i would watch the stuff about bob lazar um i and, do know him and that stuff um i once yeah i was a huge i love the x-files um i'd watch all that stuff uh, i even have like the fucking <laughs> the model of the roswell ufo with like the, the the back of the back of the instructions is like the newspaper from the roswell crash i have that um yeah, uh, but yeah, this is yeah, the Project Blue Book, which was a project done by the U.S. government to see which UFO sightings were um, real and which ones were not, and there was a, a a good portion that they couldn't, they didn't know what they were, so yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of fun things. A lot of people who were you know who had gone crazy and then like jumped out of windows and things like that. Like a lot of people who had information that was just gone forever now. I mean. They were too dangerous to be led alive. Yeah. Majestic 12 was the group checking all the UFO sightings for the government. Yep, that's them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I I remember the first time I discovered the Men in Black was a real thing, not just the movie. And yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in fact, X-Files had an episode of that, and apparently one of the Men in Black looked like uh, uh, Alex Trebek. Yeah. And he rest in peace. Yeah, that was that was one of them. Look like there's even the footage yeah. from that hotel where apparently they walked in and asked about um, asked about somebody at the hotel. They went down a hallway and they just disappeared, like weird shit like that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. It's all interesting. Yeah. Oh, I've watched all that shit before. Yeah, believe yeah, me. That's the stuff I get onto YouTube and I go down a rabbit hole. I'm like, I need to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get a little too far you get a little too far down there, and it's too late at night. Like you just you just start being like, I'm just gonna be under the covers and try to sleep right now. The worst <laughs> thing would be is like if you're like watching a UFO thing, and all of a sudden somebody comes pulling into your driveway, and there's their uh, headlights. Oh yeah, the lights the lights go across your windows. Yeah, you'd freak and you're like, oh god, they're coming. <laughs> like all those fucking Fox shows in the '90s, like every week, oh, my aliens, god. Yeah. aliens, oh, walk. My god. oh my god, um, yeah, that's true. They, they Fox did. Fox had cornered that market for for a while there. They really did. They'd have those specials and stuff like every every once in a while. Yep. Yeah, it was fun stuff, man. It was fun stuff. Fox remember, was the best channel in the nineties. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, once again, yeah, I remember the uh, the um, what was it? Uh, the uh, Jan- uh, Janus Airline. Janus Airline is the one. Fuck, Janus Airline is the um, is the uh, plane. I think it's either the plane or the hangar they use. To take the workers from uh, Las Vegas to Area Fifty One. Hmm. Yeah. Um. 
That's yeah, that, yeah, that's the one. Uh, and it's it's just a white plane with like a red stripe down the middle of it. It has no other distinction on it. That's the only thing. I'm gonna have to look into this. Yeah, yeah. Once again, I used to watch a lot of this shit. A lot of it. <laughs> like you should have been studying for school, but instead you were just learning about you know how to prepare for today. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, the different types of aliens, the, the the where they come from, what what planets they're from, how far they've come, what their technology is. Um, some of them have apparently some of them have treaties with our government and with the world. Um, all kinds of fun shit, yeah. According to the chat, they just got a government warning on this stream from YouTube. <laughs> is that real? Oh god! Oh, uh, alien autopsy video in the nineties. Yeah, dude, I fucking remember that one. Then I, I, I think I still have that that board game or like the game where you would dig out the the pieces of the alien. I think I have that. Oh, sorry, it's... no, no, it's Janet Airlines. Thank you, Janet Airlines. Thank you. Now I'm gonna do more research. That's all I'm gonna say. Because I remember flying into Vegas one time and see, like I was on the plane, and I saw that plane like on the tarmac. I was like, this is fucking weird. I'm 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 really uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Nothing's creepier than landing at the Denver airport. Just saying. I was I was I was there for too short of a time. I think I had a layover of, of like an hour and a half, and I I should have had a larger layover. And like it's weird flying into that airport because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like there's just farmland around it, and it's the middle of goddamn nowhere. We flew in there for Jake's wedding. That was a uh, kind of creepy, Dion. Man, fucking snowstorm and shit. And the giant horse statue that killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, fucking kill the guy. Every every now and again, there's a Reddit thread where some people, some somebody will have like the fucking the the number code to one of the the doors to get into like the you know the underground bunkers or whatever. So yeah, there, that happens sometimes. I wonder what's down there that's worth hiding. For- I don't know. They say that you know uh, they're hiding they're hiding bodies. There, it's actually an alien airport where like the you know they. They, they they come there for other other parts and you know they they dock their ships there. I've heard all kinds of fucking stories, so who knows? Also, there's a lot of docking going on. In- a lot of docking, man. So much docking, like universal docking, basically. Mm, Don docking, perfect. <laughs> it's the galactic hub of docking, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> the galactic hub of docking. <laughs> oh, the Ben Franklin sex tape is down there, says Clone. The Ben Franklin it. sex tape? Jeez. Let's it's go. shot on a... It's actually the world's first animation. It's the world. <laughs> it's just a flip book. It's just a flip book. Just a flip book, sir? It's history. <laughs> Don't you want to watch our founding fathers bang? Everyone should. It's your <laughs> civic duty. Oh man, no, that's yeah. That's that stuff is incredibly interesting. Um, oh man, I used to watch so many of those fucking documentaries. I remember, I remember watching the uh, the alien autopsy video, and they they give it to I think they gave it to James Cameron to look at, it. and he's like, oh, I don't know if we could do this, but we need like you know, you know, this and the other. And they were like critiquing it. They're like, oh, I don't know if this is real or not, or you know, if this is fake or whatever. This and the other. They eventually said it was fake because I think like some kids from Sweden or whatever did it or something. And they put it out on the internet. Well, that was a was a good fucking troll job or whatever you want. To oh call no! It. It, I mean, yeah, footage. it was like it was a, it was a '90s troll job where it took them forever to realize it was just you know um, <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys want to say about the UFO stuff? Now, folks, if we don't show up next week, we got abducted by either governments or aliens, and uh, I think I'd rather go with the aliens at this point. Yeah, they at least get you off the planet, so, you know. 
Yeah, they'll be like, they'll teach me how to time travel. I can come back when movies don't suck. <laughs> or, or they'll take you back to when movies were good. Oh, they're going to take me back to like 19... Aliens, can you take me back to 1999, please? <laughs> what if aliens aren't actually aliens? It's just AI that went rogue and learned how to replicate and just flew off the planet to live elsewhere because they didn't need our atmosphere. That'd be some Wachowski siblings level shit. Yeah, they just yeah, they, like yeah, like, they made AI in like like seventy eight and it shot itself into a satellite, just been assembling more and more components and then shot off. <laughs> that's all that happened. That's a uh, it's a reality I want to live in, boys. Ah, god. I'm like Richard Gear. Sorry, Richard Dreyfus at the end of uh. Why do I want to call it two thousand one? Fucking oh, close, close encounters. encounters. Yeah. I knew there was a number in there. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, Close Encounters is a good fucking movie. God, it's so good. Not my favorite movie of 1977, though, Nick. No, no, what? no. But it is, it is, it is goddamn iconic uh, with just the animation, the, the the music, the whole thing going on. It's um, it's wonderful. Dion, since we're buddies, could you tell me what my favorite movie of 1977 is, sir? Just Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so um, I think we should check in with the audience in a minute, guys. Should we show them? Now, I sent you guys some of those Wokebusters inked pages, right? Yeah, you did. You did. Are you happy with how you represented in the story, guys? Yeah. So far, yes. So far, yes. Don't worry. There's no horses in the book, Dion. Just making sure, man. Just making sure. <laughs> I don't know how to draw horses very well, so I wouldn't put them in the story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the only thing holding you back. No, you got to remember, we may be in this story, folks, but this isn't really the story of us. We're just uh, the characters in the story, but the characters are very much different from us. Except you do check out the uh, the mayor's butt because she's a white lady and she's a middle-aged Dion, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I want to make it true to form. But yeah, folks, we're going to share that with you before we start uh, reading the super chats and everything. And uh, I avoid drowning in this thunderstorm, apparently. that's It's like somebody's spraying a hose at my window right now. Don't you love when that happens? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, let's see here. So here you are, Nick. Uh, you're. We're all sociologists. I have a fucking sweater vest. God damn it. You're not the only one. <laughs> I have a long sleeve sweater, and Dion has a long sleeve sweater as well. We're, we're, we work in academia, bro. We work in academia. <laughs> for for the first five pages, and then oh, we're unceremoniously fired. Do, do I have a tweed jacket as well? At the dinner party scene, you do. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Look, it's just it's just a suit for now. But there I am. There's oh. Dion. Uh, and this is the guys he's about to get triggered, and I'll show the monster real quick, and then we'll go into our super chats and stuff. But uh, yeah, folks, Wokebusters, uh, the first act is being inked. I have a really wonderful inker on the project. I'm proud of the work. There's our first creature that we fight. As you can see, he destroyed our offices. It's quite... I don't know how to describe it. Uh, we have to run for our lives after this scene. So, guys, you haven't seen as much as I have, because I made this shit. Yeah, of I course. Yeah, no one knows it as well as I do. I've lived with this thing forever. <laughs> but I'm getting excited because there's more and more to share each and every day. Uh, this guy I'm working with is fucking phenomenal and fast, too. I sent the, what is it, 22 pages to him on Sunday. I already got six back. So 
wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. And this guy takes his time. I mean, look at the detail. We got detail on the ground, all this shit from our destroyed desks. Uh, Nick, you're in this scene. Don't worry. You're just not shown from this perspective. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I can't wait to share it with everybody, folks. We're only, uh, you know, a few months out from being completed with it, and then it'll be on its way to you, and we can do a bigger crowdfunder event and all sorts of stuff like that. It is the funniest comic book of 2023. And folks, enjoy, uh, listen to the High Council this week because Andrew and Script uh, had some nice things to say about the work. So check it out for yourselves. I guarantee you're gonna like it. That's a weird picture to be shown, everyone. It's just the monster. Yeah, about to say, I was like, <laughs> well, I can show he has, from it. He has no dick. Well. His name is Bill. That's his nickname. Uh, so, there we are. Um, thank you to everybody who's backed it already, and thank you to everyone who's going to get a copy of the future. I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, let's check with the audience, though, folks. This is where the fun begins here on the show. Enrique Vasquez, hail to you. He says, hail, WCBS. Did you hear that in the Acolyte there will be no guns and we'll have a better lightsaber fight than episode one? Can I get a chitty button what's a chitty button guys I have no idea chitty chitty bang bang yeah we love you chitty chitty I, I, could th you I, th I, thought, I thought the name of the movie was chitty chitty gang bang no 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 that's the fucking Stanley Pubic film ah explains explains it now I, I downloaded chitty, the wrong, bang, I downloaded the wrong movie again I was, gang bang. Oh, I'm always downloading the wrong movie I swear to god mother of god <laughs> Uh, that's solid. Uh, Enrique, if you could give us a little clarification, shoot me a text and tell me what the chitty button is, I'd be happy to press it for you. Shazorjan, uh, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, Jeff doesn't know about the IAFD, the Internet Adult Film Database, and AFD, Adult Film Database. Hello, I just found a paper copy of Directory of Adult Films Till 1999 at a used bookstore. Chamram! Well, you can ram her jam with your... I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Let's just press the button for you. It's right here. Jam ram! Oh, let's see. Enrique, is he in the chat right now? Uh, did he say which button he wanted? No, not yet. He did not. So, up next we have our friend, uh, Overkill. He says, Stanley Pubrick, acclaimed director of On a Golden Shower and Fried Green Cream Pies, presents The A-Hole oh. Biss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well shit I, I mean I would watch that one it's James Cameron <laughs> of course you would of course you would <laughs> what would I watch there's a lot I wouldn't watch <laughs> I have high standards oh man Nick we should make a Wes Anderson inspired porno <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to make an Italian beaver picture where uh, where Dion's the, the the lonely black soldier coming through an Italian town Dude, Italian beaver <laughs> pictures are the next. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And and the, and these women from Italy have never seen never seen you know an, an American black man. And, you know he has to bang his way through Italy to you know to, to get out away from the Nazis. How about instead of an American werewolf in Paris, an American black man in Paris? And it's just <laughs> American <laughs> Negro in Paris. American Negro in Paris. Okay. There you go. There you go. He's trying to hide. He's trying to hide from the Nazis. That's all it is. I like that one. We'll get Christoph Waltz to come back as Londa. Oh or my Lonzo, god, Lana, dude. That would that this. would be the shit. That would be so fucking awesome. Jack White says, yeah, I think the current first lady would be more likely to spout racial <laughs> racial epithets at Dion than thank him. I mean, you know. I, I scared both candidates. 
<laughs> one tried to pass some laws in 94. The other one, you know. Back in 94. <laughs> Back in 94. Hit this table one more time. The record might skip, might skip. Might skip. Told ya. Dave Chappelle, stop bumping the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so our friend Troubles08 has a request for two buttons. <gasps> Another one. Yeah! Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. And since he sent in a super chat that requires this, uh, here's your other button. Where did it go? I had it queued up and then I lost it. Great. One job. What's that smell? <laughs> By the way, when I was in California, I watched like four high-speed chases on the news while I was there. Dude, that's the thing I missed the most about it. You turn on the news, it's like a fucking, it's like its well, own channel of like entertainment. Yeah, well, apparently you can like subscribe to their, to their YouTube channel and they'll, they'll do they'll do like the live broadcast of it. So that's we should a do a commentary for live chases. Oh, we should. We He's should. going down Kohanga Boulevard right now, folks. He's made a left. Where's he at? Oh, we lost the footage. Dude, there was one there was one where this kid who's fifteen uh, hijacked three cars. Holy it shit. It was epic. It was That's fucking impressive. epic. <laughs> yeah. The kid the kid was like he once 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 a person came out of the car, it was like this fifteen year old little kid. I was like, God damn it, really? He must be played GTA. Probably. Probably. It was a GTA that got to him. I love San Andreas. Oh yeah. Uh, Jack White says, All I'll say about the writer's strike is that at least we will have anime and manga if it continues. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. But, but no, no, no. You won't get it released in America because you won't have any actors to voice it. And you probably won't have people to dub it because don't they have to... Somebody has to write and work on it. They don't just drop it over. So... Yeah, you gotta have that? a hookup from... That at least will give you the subtitle version. You know, so you gotta have a hookup overseas. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the subtitled version then. I ain't watching the dub, the subtitled version. I only watch dubbed anime. Joseph Bianowicz says, "If you think, uh, sorry, I think you gents should have a drunk watch of Willy Wonderland. Can I get a battle squirt and a motorcycle crash jam ram?" I love that movie. What's Willy's Wonderland? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Cage one, where it's uh, him and it's essentially a. Nick Cage version of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm there. Yeah. Uh, Battle Squirts. Is this Battle Squirts? So have you ever done DMT? I think he means Battle Shits. I wish we had a Battle Shits button. We should yeah. have a Battle Shits button. Yeah. Um, and then the motorcycle crash. I guess, which motorcycle crash should we give him? Neither. Uh. <laughs> what we haven't done yet did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car no holy shit jamie pull that video up oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> there you go dion you haven't seen that one in a minute i can play the moose for you after the show if you'd like yeah appreciate it buddy 
You're welcome. Lester says, thank you, Lester, the, the skeptic tank, says, pursuing other channels on corporate culture. They talk about risk aversion for all the reboots, but that's a thin wall with woke risk-taking. Thoughts? Well, that's a good question. Thank you for asking it, Lester. You know, the risk aversion that they take with these recognizable brands is the, the thing that they don't ever take into account is they think they can turn a recognizable brand into something that it's not, and there's only so much before you break it. And that's what happens with everything out there. It's like, oh, we can change this, we can change that. And then at the end of it, it's just the thing in name only. So Ghostbusters in name only or this or that. You got to keep the spirit of it and the recognizable parts and the parts that people love. You can't get rid of the soul of these properties. And if you need to remake them, find a way to remake, find a way to continue. Like the soft reboots are the ones that make the most money, like The Force Awakens or Halloween 2018. Those are the ones people actually like. Not me personally, but you know. The ones that are not that dangerous. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> yeah, but the risk aversion is is terrible. I mean, I, I understand. You know, they're, it seems like they're they're always trying to avert risk and not do anything creative, and that's a problem because you know they're they should they should take risk on these things. They have the money; they spend it on bullshit that doesn't make any money. And they should they they could have put that into some some new scripts bought bought you know a book franchise or something that that somebody likes made it and made it into something, but no they're gonna make um, Halloween you know twenty one thirty five or something Mike Myers comes back through time you know some bullshit like that but we can't get any any original fucking ideas anymore and it's terrible. I want Freddy Krueger to go to space. Ah, oh, me too. So bad. So bad. I actually I actually wrote a spec script for him going to space. Ooh. Yep, I did. Send it my way. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to look for it. If not, I'll just I'll just I'll just verbally regurgitate it to you. It's on it's on that long. Perfect. I love when you verbally regurgitate things at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> that ain't verbal. Uh... <laughs> 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 Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but Lester, it's when these movies get so corporate the way they have, it's just they lose their soul, their life, their entertainment value. I can't think of any of these corporately approved reboots that actually are fun to watch. It's just like, oh great, another one. And then you're left scratching your head and hating your favorite franchise. Yep. TLJ Screwjob says Christina Hendricks equals Jeff acting like Pee Wee. Goddamn right. I couldn't I couldn't see Jeff acting like Pee-wee with the haircut and the suit and the thing. That would that'd be the funniest thing in the fucking world. My bike! They stole my bike. My, my six foot five friend acting like Pee-wee. I I don't think I could take it. I honestly couldn't take it. It would be too funny. It would be too Jokes on you fun. when I was a child. I loved Pee-wee Herman. I had the fucking scooter. I used to ride that thing around my neighborhood. But I couldn't I couldn't see you in the costume and like doing the actions. That's true. I, I never I wouldn't. I would not stop laughing. It would just be too goddamn funny. Folks, if you want us to uh, get, if you want me to get a Pee Wee Herman suit, send in your super chats. But guys, I mentioned on the High Council finally the plan to take the channel to Japan for the Star Wars celebration in 2025. So oh we're gonna keep mentioning it because I want us to go to Japan where I'm a giant. And imagine the content that would work, that would come from that. Just me on the streets of Tokyo staring people down. I'd probably get arrested for being too scary. Probably, probably. <laughs> should I dress up like Godzilla, but like in a suit? <laughs> yes, you should. Like a nice business suit with a Godzilla mask and gloves and a tail. There you go. There you go. They wouldn't know what to do with you. 
They probably want to high five me. <laughs> they couldn't high five you. Oh, um. So, the our friend Enrique messaged me. That was the alarm you heard in the background. Um, he said he wanted a shitty button, but YouTube censored him. So, what's a shitty button here? Um, here you go. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god! Oh my god! probably see that at, at, at dragon con what joe rogan <laughs> i wish man he would be he would be fun as fuck to party with you know he would i might say no to so much that he's like you want some dmt no do you want this you want that i'm like bro i'm not gonna take acid with you just <laughs> dion are you gonna take acid with joe rogan am i gonna do what with joe rogan take acid with joe rogan it depends if we're watching mma but nowadays that motherfucker enjoys being famous too much. Like, we'll talk about MMA, or you want to talk about weird shit, but motherfucker, don't be getting all, I'm trying to be Joe Rogan, and I know how the world, like, you're just, bro, you're a muscled up dude who's five foot two and does jujitsu. Know your role. How about MMA on DMT? Would you experience that? Hell yeah, I would. With people <laughs> I trust, because my ass would probably freak out. <laughs> I mean, I that time in college, I saw you freak out and karate kick Hillary. That was the best thing I've ever oh seen you do. God. It, wasn't karate, it wasn't karate. It wasn't karate. It was Orton punt because it was, you know, it was around that time. He was doing the Orton punt thing. I would pretend to be an Orton punt kicker. In the, it was a whole different thing. Whole different thing. Orton kick. Are you mad that you just didn't take those Orton punting skills into the NFL? All I'm saying is... Whatever professional sport I could have done, I would have been great. I'd be a Hall of Famer, goddammit. I was a hero, goddammit. Thanks, Silk Spectre. <laughs> he just had the knee thing that you know they couldn't get over. <laughs> yeah, I took an arrow to the knee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, an arrow I was to the... a, pro, a pro ball player, but my knee was never the same. <laughs> yeah, my hip. I once fell off a curb in 1980. I was just never the same after that. <sighs> Uh, ask me about that story another time, Nick. You'll laugh when I tell you the real reason behind that quote. That's a real gotcha. quote from somebody I know. Uh, Jack White says, it's trying to distract the Biden corruption investigation. It's, that's, or sorry, what it's found 10% of the big guy. Um, what it's found 10% for the big guy, anyone? I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I guess I'm not a good citizen that I'm not following the investigation. Are you guys? Eh, there's, you know... They found some, they found some white powdery substances in the in the White House, and they're trying to figure out who it is. And I think I think they stopped the investigation because they found out it was like Hunter or some shit, and like that's it. So oh. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of that stuff going on. So yeah, I know there's Coca Cola at the White House. Cool. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. That's what it Let's is. Let's get ripped and have a big party. Yep. So Georgian says Nick, it's Janet Airlines. Well, thank yep. you, so Georgian. That yep. That's what it was. Yeah. Shazorjan also says, Fox TV back then also had emergency-type shows, World's Wildest Police Videos, Cops, Code 3, etc. Also that paranormal show, Sightings. Oh, yeah, fucking Sightings. I remember Sightings. Goddamn. World's Wildest Police Videos. Oh, man, they had they had the funnest shit. They, they the were YouTube shit. before YouTube. That's true, they were. They were. You could get lost watching Fox on a Saturday afternoon. It was great. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. That's such fun shit. 
I mean, that's the big change in a lot of entertainment, though, is just the way we consume it. Nobody really sits around to watch TV anymore. It's all, you know, streaming. You can make your own schedule if you want. I just find there's too many choices, so I don't watch much of anything anymore. I think that's what a lot of people are doing is, like, there's just, yeah, there's just too much choice. And I think people are cutting back now because everything's costing too much. So they're having to really figure out which one they want when they want it. Um this is why physical media and like acquiring your um, media by other means is always, um, you know, another thing you can do. So, just a thought. Thank you, Sir Georgian. Xavier to God with a very generous super chat. He says, "Rate these Pixar movies from least to greatest." All right, so they're on screen, guys. It's Toy Story, Toy Story Two, Toy Story Three, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Cars, Wall-E, Ratatouille, Up, and A Bug's Life. Let's see, greatest to least. Uh, let's do. Let's do Toy Story. Toy Story. Okay, it looks like Toy Story two and Toy Story. No, Toy Story one and Toy Story two is what it looks like. Okay, uh, I'll do both those together. Uh, then give me Monsters Inc. Wally. Ratatouille, uh, Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Up, and A Bug's Life. There we go. Hmm. I'll go from least to greatest. Bug's Life. Uh, Wally. No, Bug's Life, Cars, Wally, Monsters, Inc., up, Finding Nemo, Ratatouille, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, then The Incredibles. Oh. oh. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Xavier to God also says, Fuck Mary Kill, Back to the Future, Beverly Hills Cop, and Spider Man 2. That's a pointed one at me, and I'm not happy. <laughs> he always gets it with those. He always gets it with those. <laughs> he likes to torture me. He claims to be a fan, but he hates me secretly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Broseph. He's secretly recording all of these so he can, like, you know, com- compile which movie you actually, like, love the most. The funny thing is, it's like these are all being recorded on YouTube as it is. So it's like. You don't have to do this extra work, Broseph. <laughs> Let's see. Fuck Mary Kill. I'm gonna kill. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm going to marry Back to the Future. Fuck Beverly Hills Cop and kill Spider Man Two. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, Spider Man Two is dying for me. I'm marrying Beverly Hills Cop. Fucking Back to the Future. Killing it. Yeah, because I mean, like both, like. Yeah, both oh, those are. I can't do that one. Fuck that. <laughs> I think I was like, no, I'm, I'm out. Uh, yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know. This there's just something about the Beverly Hills Cowboys movies and the, the Back to the Future ones that are just. I think I think it's the music that makes them really epic. You know, because yeah. Sp- Spider Man Two I don't think has like an iconic soundtrack. I could be. I'm sure there are iconic, iconic songs with it, but it's not like. There wasn't an, an this epic soundtrack that came with it. It was a very distinct thing, so I think that's I think that's what what it is. Uh, thank you, Xavier to God, for making this torturous. 
And Basara549 says, People have been using pseudonyms to dub animes under SAG noses for 50 years. Isamu Dyson in Marcos Plus was Brian Cranston under a pseudonym. Hmm. Well, so, yeah. So, yeah, they, they're, they're probably going to do it. I mean, if, if, if they can get away with it, they'll do it again. But it's going to be very, very iffy because um sag if you do anything like there's even a rule i think on like there's there's rules and things you you can do for if you're a, if you're a sag actor now like there's like certain things you can do and can't do so i don't i mean brian cranston used to do power rangers too so yeah yeah uh, let's see dion in the background we'll mute him so, folks, I think we're going to call it tonight. It was a short show tonight. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Nick, is there anything else you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed? Uh, no, just uh, remember, um, we are going to be at Horror Hound in August in Indianapolis. I will I will have only five copies of Mother Noose, Worlds Upon Nightmare with me that are 20 bucks a piece. They are first come, first serve, so get them while they're hot. Yeah, and hot is the best way to be, especially with a, a Nick pick. <laughs> Oh man, I, I I hope I hope people in the chat are are are, are looking up, um, are trying to find me in some like fucking porn database. <laughs> you know they're going to. <laughs> it's gonna be funny, folks. You can go to stealingsolo.com. It's finally available. Uh, go to the website right here. You can read about the book. A group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remake Star Wars in their basement. Like I said, I sent out the sh- first shipment of books this week because I was that excited about it, and I have. Uh, I'm gonna ship you out know, the next set tomorrow. You know what? I hope I hope I hope somebody from like the Mary Sewer Jezebel finds this and it's like, oh, it must be four white guys. I hope they find it. Yeah, I love that everyone thinks that like our takes are just four angry white dudes. It's like if you click on the link, you can see what the fuck we yeah, all look I know. like. I know. I mean I'm uh, not white, you're not white, Dion's not white, Kendo is. <laughs> I mean, there's the kidnappers right here, guys. This is what we look like. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. If you can't tell, the box, or sorry, not the box, the covers are based on Star Wars, vintage Star Wars toys. So you got Stealing Solo here, and you got the back cover here. And if you want to know what the inside looks like, it looks a little bit like this. So, <laughs> nice. Quite, quite proud of the book. Uh, but thank you to everyone who's backing it. When I'm done with it, when we get through these, uh, the limited amount, we get a sequel. Uh, Dr. Coffin Nails. Is quoted as saying this. It's laugh out loud funny. Dr. Coffinales has bought it. Uh, he's got his copies autographed because he's yep. a dedicated listener. And uh, he enjoys the book. So I'm sure everyone out there will enjoy the book in the future. But it, uh, it'll hold you over while I'm working on Wokebusters. We shared a little bit of that tonight. And we're going to keep on keeping on. So uh, from all of us here at the channel, Dion, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, free Yayo. And uh, like and subscribe, and fucking whorehound and shit. Be excited. We're excited. We're gonna fucking see everybody. You know, let's fucking go. World class bullshit. Twenty twenty three, baby. It's this fat boy. Twenty twenty three. Let's go. Yeah, let's get to two hundred k, everybody. Spread the word. Share the content. Get get us out there. Uh, YouTube makes it difficult, but we make the content worthwhile. So from all of us here, thank you for watching. We'll be back next time with more. But in the meantime, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Knock out.